We are Brightside Home Theater. Home Theater Nerds, welcome to the Brightside Home Theater Podcast, a home theater podcast that's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, and the scenes. I'll fill in until John gets here. Uh, we're running, we're running dual, dual, I guess dual hosts right now until we go try hosts, I guess. Dual, dual, come on. <laughs> dual, yeah, I can't say it like that. Dual, so. Had a little hiccup there. Uh, sorry, everybody that's joining the uh, stream. Of course, nothing ever runs smoothly for us, at least now, Steve. Um, we know we're live. That's something Indeed. that we have never done before. We didn't know. We <laughs> At least live to... We've been live in the green room before. Uh, last week, we thought we were only live to the green room, but um, found out after... And here comes John. John joining in. <laughs> Uh, here he is. Oh, nice Now timing. I feel the old one out. Yeah. Hey. Oh, look at the shirts. Hey, boys. Oh. Hey, I got sweatshirt, <laughs> shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good timing, John. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we literally yeah. just started. And um, oh, we... just just to warn you, we are live on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see that Yay. last week we were live on YouTube, too? After? <laughs> yeah. Only after you told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's right i texted you guys i'm like yeah I, you know how i found out well somebody must have told you <laughs> yeah my son-in-law oh okay. he was like that was an awesome show and i was like wait a minute how did you not, see it he's not a member of, he's not a member <laughs> of the green room what's going on here and i'm like um what and hit him and my daughter watched it and then i texted my son and i'm like he goes yeah i watched it for a little bit oh, <laughs> it's like all these people would i'm like oh no and i mean even like the early green room stuff was yeah. all live so like right. some of the stuff that you were like oh i didn't know i'm like ah it's just the green room don't worry those are great people <laughs> like nope right. that went out to everybody yeah. <laughs> You're so, swearing. You know, when, I, when I said we don't need everybody's comments. And, <laughs> yeah, well, might as well say know. it again this week. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we still don't. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, we need them all. We just we ne- need can't all, necessarily but... read them all. Yeah, there's just going um, to be too many, but. John Brock anyway. is in the green is in the green is in the chat right now and he says installing my acoustic curtains while I listening to you for inspiration. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um so, uh, yeah, the, um, let's get to it first. Let's get the milk out front here. Um, what, what do we got big coming up this week? I've got a pretty big tweak, uh, two pretty big tweaks that I can't wait to talk to you guys about. Uh, we have a bunch of listener experiences, of course. Um, what do we got going on for experiences this really week? We have a really awesome Patreon supporter of the week. It looks like <laughs> yeah, John coming week. in hot with that. Can't wait to talk yeah. about that. I just saw that, but that's awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't and, have uh, much this week, honestly. I'm pretty light. Because same I've here. Only watched Game and we'll of get Thrones, to that too. So, <laughs> so what do you got, well, Steve? You're, you're coming in for the hot both of you. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got um, Terrifier one and two, which is every bit as concerning as it sounds. 
um, which is on uh, which is on Blu-ray and uh, uh, Neuralex. Um, we'll, we'll have a talk about that. That says in the notes, do not I, watch, yeah, I like fellas. That. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not for you two at all. No, um, as if there was we, any danger of that. No, right. well, quite. But this this is a different level of don't go yeah. near this. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I've got We Were Soldiers on uh, Blu-ray. That's the Mel Gibson film. Uh, and again, Neuralex. Um, Escape from Alcatraz, the 4K uh, Kino Lorber uh, release on Neuralex. Um I've watched Jack Ryan season three, episodes one to three, although I know both of you are way ahead of me on that one. Um, uh, 48 hours, the new 4k edition on that. Um, and I've got uh, Puss in boots, the, the last wish, uh, which is on a screener um, platoon, the new 4k reissue from shout factory as well in your nice. And then lastly, Wolf manor, um, which again, a bit like last week is kind of last, but very much least, um, and I'm going to, but I'm going to tread very, very carefully with that, uh, for reasons that will become clear when we get to it. Nice. <laughs> very nice. nice. Cool. Teasing it. Teasing um, it. Um, for 4k releases this week, we only have a few again. It's a very light month, as I said last week. So, um, we've got quite the show to get to, uh, really excited about it. Um, and, but. I did want to say, like, John joining in late, uh, the three of us have been talking today. Uh, I, honestly, like I said in the green room to Steve, there was a chance this show almost didn't take off today. Um, and all of this is coming at a time when it's like, here, it's the perfect time for me to, uh, I got to unload some, some dirty laundry here. Um, <laughs> I have a lot going on, and it's part of my tweak of the week. Uh, as longtime listeners know, I've been in the process of, you know, looking for finding a new house. I've been talking about it for a year. Uh, well, it's coming to fruition. We have the land and stuff and, uh, we're taking, um, my parents in, they're going to be, you know, we're building a, a brand new house with an in-law apartment and all of that. And, uh, this is something that, you know, you guys, everybody, you know, I'm a DIYer. I built my theater. I built most of this house. I've done a lot of things Well, I'm about to do it again. And, uh, but this time, like literally from, from the first rock on and, uh, I'm the contractor on this. Cause I could, you know, I could never, ever afford what I'm about to do if I wasn't doing it myself. Uh, you, mm. you save a lot of money doing it that way. Um, contractors make a lot of money cause they do a lot of work and, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of the physical work as well. So, um, honestly, if it wasn't for Steve and John, I don't know if this podcast would make it through this year <laughs> because <laughs> like you see, no, no, I'm serious. I just don't have the time. But as I said to Steve in the green room before, uh, very stressful doing a lot of this stuff. And sometimes you just don't feel like doing this. And that's what was so difficult about it before and bringing you guys in, it's like, I know, I, I mean, I get inspired just seeing, you know, Steve's list, John's list and John's is small this week, but it's like, I'm psyched to hear about it. Um, I have my, I have a few little things that I want to say. I'll still be contributing, but it, there might be weeks where I have nothing, but I will put the show together. We'll sit down because this is my light time and I need, I literally need this. Um, but if it wasn't for them, I don't know if there'd be a show because I don't know if I could handle, I'm got so many balls in the air right now. Mm. John, keep that joke to yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say, you, firstly, you're talking about John's got a little one this week. And then you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, balls. Yeah, in the air. look, I know it's cold, but you know, come on. 
That's my boys. I keep mine under the table, DJ. That's yeah. Really <laughs> well, we did miss the green best. room time. Yeah. So he did. <laughs> and, and by the way, whilst we, we better, I better get the request in quick, DJ, then because you're still in the planning phase, aren't you? In the architectural phase of the house. So obviously, Kinda. don't forget to build a. You know, people visiting from another country area. You know, I, make sure that's that's ready to go as well. It is. On. It is. That's. Oh, that is a big part of it, and it, not even a joke. Like we're talking about, like John and Lydia coming up. We we have to have that spare bedroom. We're we're trimming the fat where we can. Um, but you know, let's uh, let's see. We might as well just get right to this, and I will. I can give you the background, and so we'll go with. Uh, we'll start with tweaks of the week right now. So my first tweak this week is I did, I lit, uh, we sat down, uh, or I sat down with the architect and, uh, started designing my new home theater with, with the nice home attached to it. So that's basically <laughs> what we're doing. And he knows that going in and it's, you know, but no, seriously though, it's going to be like single level dwelling living for all of us, for my parents. I mean, my wife and I, we're not getting any younger, so we want that single level. So we're doing that, which, which is going to afford a, a big basement. So we're already designing the theater and stuff around that. Um, when I sat down with the architect, that's exactly what I said. I go, we're building a theater and we're going to put a house around it. And he's like, all right, <laughs> let's go. And then he took me into his living room so I could fix some of his equipment. So <laughs> not even joking. He was like, Oh, he has an older harmony remote and it doesn't work anymore. I was like, Oh boy. So, um, yeah. And he's, he, yeah, it's it kind of funny, but, um, great guy. Uh, I met him through my brother-in-law, uh, and my sister and I walk in his house and he starts shouting like, you grew up with Tommy. And I'm like, yep. And then, I mean, what could have taken an hour to an hour and a half meeting took about four hours because we grew up around all the same people and it was like in the middle of talking about whatever we were doing. We're like, this guy can do this. And Oh, and did you know this guy? And my neighbor who was like a brother to me, he was an older brother to me is the godson of one of his kids. And you're like, he goes, you know, Robbie, I go, Oh my God. He's like my older brother. What are you talking about? So he's texting him. So, so yeah. So an hour and a half meeting scheduled. It took four hours. Surely not, Deej. I can't not imagine Not with me. That. One minute. Yeah. No, not with me. <laughs> yep. So I'm very, I mean, I'm, and here's the thing. I say this in all like, I mean, I'm just trying to be honest with expectations of listeners of where this show is going and that show the fact that the show is going. Um, everything I'm doing, I want to do. I'm, I mean, I, I, I didn't set out to want to build this house like this. My first goal was to have somebody else do it, a smaller house just for my wife and I, but now we're taking on more and I'm like, but I'm excited for it. I am super excited mm -hmm. for it. But when you have that much stuff, sometimes it can get overwhelming and stressful. So in times like that, in this past week, I haven't had a lot of time in my theater. Um, and you guys are bailing me out. So we're still going to have a great show, but that's my first tweak. Well, Does anybody else have any <laughs> tweaks? Before I get John's got one. Oh yeah, yeah, John, why don't you do yours before I do mine? Just a small and actually turned out to be unnecessary tweak, but I I upgraded my Apple TV 4K to the new, you know, 2022 the newest version one? that just came out, yeah. Yeah. Um which I turns out I didn't actually need to do, but I've already done it, so I'm going to go ahead and keep it anyways, but um 
I was having an issue with my Apple TV that I thought was an issue with the Apple TV, but it turns out that it's not. And so, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess. Well, I a, mean, it's nice to have the newest. Nice to have the newest hardware. But I was having some playback issues with a couple of different streaming services that yeah. I thought were related to the Apple TV because I didn't see the same ones happening in my bedroom off the Apple TV I have there. Mm. And But once I switched it out to the new one, I'm still having the same issues basically with, which is why I asked you if you were having issues with Amazon Prime a couple weeks ago. And yeah. I, I have issues with Hulu uh, for some reason, where both of those services will start any program I watch about a minute and a half into them, they'll just pause and I'll have to hit play. Like they just stop for no reason. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Um, and I'll have to, with Hulu, I just have to hit play and I'm good to go. With Amazon Prime, I literally have to back out of the, the program and start it back up again. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that's happening with either one of them, but it's not hardware related, obviously. So, Or it's not Apple TV hardware related. Right. Maybe related to something else I'm doing. In your system, but, yeah. But those are the only two apps I'm having problems with. So I, I, I tend to think it's a software issue more than hardware. Mm. Has it? I mean, DJ, you've got a, you've got an Apple TV 4K, the 2022 one, haven't you? Mm -hmm. I've I've still got the original 4K one. Is it is it much difference? No. Is it is it noticeably different? Mm -mm. Nothing. No, it's got a little bit faster chip. It's got HDR10 plus capability, which is more or, or less irrelevant because nothing really broadcasts in as that. a projector. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and that's really about it. Um, it's a little bit smaller in footprint and a uh, little yeah. bit cheaper than the, that's than the old nice. ones were. So yeah, and it, I always when they come out, I grab one, I, I throw it in the theater because I just want to see what it is and latest and greatest, mm -hmm. and then I'll upgrade something else in the house. Like I think, uh, I yeah, the living room is the the latest before that, and I think my bedroom might have been the latest before that. Or yeah, now I've like got that. three in the house. Yeah, I wasn't going to do this one honestly. I mean, I would have eventually, but yeah. you know, not not right now, but. Yeah, I think yeah, like Deej and I have got six each, haven't we, Deej? Is it six oh, each? Dude, I know I've got something six. Something like that. Yeah, I have one. Now I have <laughs> well, one. I've only got a, three, so. <laughs> I have one in a travel bag. We're twice bag. as bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, my daughter moved out, so that one's out of the house. She took that. So, well, <laughs> apparently I'm still streaming in, at her house. Right. Uh, so, But my son has one in his room. Uh, we do have a fire stick running down here in the. In I was the say, I'm stacking up about eight fire sticks because every Apple TV replaces a fire stick. <laughs> yeah, and my projector <laughs> came with a free one, and like Amazon I left Prime you one Day, at one time. I just bought one. Yeah, so I've got fire sticks everywhere that yeah. none of them are being used except on my patio outside. And that's where the next Apple TV will go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'll, I, you'll be able to use your fire sticks as sticks on the fire. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so my, my other uh, tweak of the week, I, I was very excited to do this. Uh, it was, it turned into mo way more than I expected, <clears throat> but my wife and I decided to redo the living room. And that included buying a TV stand because we were moving the TV out of the corner and centering it on the wall. And then I'm like, well, while I'm doing that, I might as well just get a new TV. So that's where the big tweak comes in. So I went with the uh, a 55-inch Sony uh, A80J OLED. So my first in-house OLED. Um, bad news is we rearranged the entire living room. I won't get into it. We moved every piece of furniture at least three times. 
And if you, and we did this all as a surprise while my son was away on vacation and we were going to surprise him when he came home. And then he came home and the house was exactly the same. We had to put everything exactly back where it was <laughs> because we got it to the way, what, what we thought we were going to like. And we were like, I said to my wife and before I gave my opinion, I go, what do you think? And she, and she's great because when I do stuff like, you know, like when somebody asks you something and you, you think they want to hear good news. And she was like, well, it's okay. I, I think I could like it. It's, it's a little off. And I'm like, I feel like it's too forced. And she goes, oh, me too. <laughs> I was like, it felt like, like in part of the reason was we were trying to get the new speakers set up and a little wider and, and, and make everything nice for two channel and all this stuff. And it just didn't work. It looked like the living room looked too forced. Like you're like, okay, there's your TV. And then just rows of furniture in front of it in this, what's a nice open space you know, space you've been in there, John. Yeah. And it's like, it, it just didn't work. It looked like it was too forced. Like no, no interior decoration experience whatsoever. Like, what are you doing here? So we <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I don't have that issue. Cause my wife is completely incapable of saying what she thinks I want to hear. <laughs> like, it, it literally is just whatever is in her head filters right out of her mouth. So, <laughs> I know I'm getting the unvarnished truth every time. There you go. Well, that's good. Yeah. My, I mean, she was like, mm, okay. Yeah. But it's like, but at the same time, she'll say sometimes, she'll be like, I really don't like it. Like when we cut the cord, she hated it. She hated it. But I'm like, just live with it for a little bit. And a week later, she loved it. She was like, I'm fine with it. So that's why sometimes she'll be like, uh, well, if he likes it, I guess it might work out. Okay. Well, I, I didn't like it but either. But when she said, I could grow to like it, that was like your first clue. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't, I didn't like it. I just wanted to hear yeah. what she said. Right. So yeah, it, so that was that part, but now it rooms back the way it was. And I have a nice shiny new OLED and I just, I went to town like, the next morning she's off to school, off to work. And I'm like, you know, 6 AM I'm going upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs, back and forth, doing all of my dark scenes and seeing <laughs> the difference, a B testing. Now everything was through streaming. And so that to be fair on both sides, because I'm only streaming in the upstairs. And I, I gotta tell you, um, for regular movie viewing, I prefer the big screen. I prefer yeah. the, it, I mean, it, it looks good. Uh, OLEDs are, are, well, I'll get to the positives of the OLED because that's what it's going to be, but I can't even, I, I just can't in a bigger room. I get it. If you can sit closer and stuff like that, but if you can have a giant screen and a projector, it just gives you that it's more of a cinematic feel. Okay. But that's being said for everyday viewing, if you're viewing more than just movies on this. And my room's a dedicated room. I very rarely watch anything other than a movie or a streaming show that I would consider like a cinematic experience that I want to have, right? But, oh my God, this thing, watching regular television. We can't watch. wait to watch new shows. It's just like everything just pops. And you're like the contrast in a, in a lit room and everything. And, and I mean, it's not a ton of light. So the OLED's fine, but the contrast, the detail, the it, everything just looks absolutely fantastic 
watching sports over the weekend. I was, you know, it, regardless of how my teams did. Um, it, it, I mean, although the Bruins are doing really well, that hockey looks fantastic on it. Football, I was watching other teams. I'm just watching all the sports because it it does. It, and, and football is one of those things we've talked about it in the past that it's like, you go to the games and you're like, this doesn't look nearly as good as it does on TV because they just blow everything out, vibrancy and stuff. So now you're watching it on this and I'm like, oh my God, it looked, oh, it is, it's just beautiful. It is. And, and now I have something to go back and forth on the, on new content coming in. I'll throw it on up there and go down and watch it there. And, um, but yeah, I, that for, for a cinematic event, uh, there's nothing like a big screen and a projected image to me it's just i just like that like the lights behind you it's throwing it onto the screen it's giving you that thing you know even john with a short throw it's still a projected image there's a different feel off of the screen than the light beaming through the screen at you you know so um great great tvs uh really love it but really happy i did it um but i don't know if i could do that in a dedicated room so that's where i am on that all right. Any thoughts? Anybody arguing with me? No. Okay. I'm not arguing. I mean, I know that Steve. Oh, Steve's Steve. Main, Steve's main, <laughs> you know, main yeah. right. screen Ow. is a, is an OLED. Ow! Uh, yeah, is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. It's it's it, it's actually yeah yeah it, no it's a, it's an LED TV. Yeah. It's, an LCD, oh, okay. it's the, uh, the the Sony um, Z9D. Mm-hmm. But when it's Which got the fantastic, you know, lots and lots of local dimming zones and all the rest of it, um, and a, but I I mean I I think it's about the screen size necessarily perhaps rather than the screen yeah. image perhaps um but for me at that time that was the only you know i, mm. I didn't want to project it because i didn't want the noise and i didn't want the and at that time to spend the money i mean we've been through this before these yeah. but to, to 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 spend to get a projector that would do anything like what the tv would do would have cost twice as much as the as the tv itself so at the time that was the one and and because of the particular you know um shape size of my room i think if i go a lot larger than to to make it worthwhile you've got to go up to 100 inches and above i would say to make a projector worthwhile yeah and i wouldn't be able to do that in that room and not feel like i'm in the front row of a of a screen which i wouldn't normally do so um so for me and the size of the room that i've got um you know the 75 inch screen is is very nice and just you know sits there nicely and uh you know the detail levels and the, you know, yeah. the color and everything else that comes off it is fantastic but i i get it you know i mean the projector is is certainly something that that for a lot of people and completely understandably it is that cinematic experience and without that projector you don't get it so you know i i understand that um but uh i still like my tv Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing is I'm not trying to say like, don't do it this way. Don't absolutely, you know, I'm like, I'm just saying what I like, you know, and everybody has different tastes and it's, you know, it doesn't mean it's right, wrong or indifferent. I'm just saying, this Mm. is how I experienced it and what I like out of it. Mm. Um, so, um, let's get to, we're going to wedge it in here between our listener experiences and tweaks of the week, but we didn't talk about Patreon. We didn't talk about our donation for this month. Um, last week we were so helter skelter was such a big show. We forgot about some of that stuff as well. Um, but no, uh, no changes this in the past week to Patreon support or, uh, boxes of popcorn, but I would like to very special Patreon supporter of the week this week. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this one here, it's like, I mean, I've been emotional on this show in the past. I'm not, it's no secret. 
Um, but you know, this one for the last four or five is it might be five months now, but I mean, he's been a great contributor to this show. Um, can't thank him enough. Um, John Sacconi. <laughs> Sparing his blushes. Yes, great, you, great you, support. You guys can't hear on this side. I just put applause in. Yeah. <laughs> John's doing his little thing. I mean, it worked perfect. Like just like we rehearsed it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I started cracking. I was almost was gonna skip over you, buddy. And I was like, no, why would I do that? I mean, uh, you could have because I don't yeah. do it to be recognized in that I, way. No, um, nobody does it to be recognized. I don't think <laughs> it's like if they are, it's like glad I put the segment in. <laughs> but um, you know, no. you pay for uh, quite a few things on your side of it, so it's the least I can do. To yeah, hurricane it. heist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's the last one I bought you. And every uh, and every copy of Bloodshot ever sold. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, no, because no, I, I mean, know. there are costs associated with the show that you know all oh, come yeah. from Patreon or your pocket, basically. So, yep. Um, no, thank you. I figured I could. So, yeah, appreciate that, John. Uh, I appreciate all the support from everybody. Uh, like I've said in the past, like the money or just support by hanging out here with us on the, on the chat and all of that. Uh, chat's getting going here. We got Brockstar, uh, Mike Schramm in here, Scruff Kingman. That's a new one. <clears throat> Hello, Scruff Kingman. Um, now that I know we're streaming live, I can actually participate and actually right. talk about it. <laughs> so our, uh, I was, I was messing around earlier in, in, well, during the vacation on what we were going to do for this month's donation, 50% of all of our, uh, money income. From the month, we'll go to a charity, a uh, hundred dollar minimum. Um, and, uh, sometimes things just come up. Right. And, uh, you know, in the last week, we, well, before even last week's show, we had, um, uh, uh, what was his name? Um, oh, Damar Hamlin goes down. Right. And so do you don't right away? I, I thought about what I was going to donate to and off of that and but then you hear all the talk about his charity he has a toy drive that he did and it started at like twenty five hundred dollars uh that's what he wanted to do now an nfl athlete i just want to raise twenty five hundred dollars jeez you don't think you're gonna get that i'm like come on right um but he, he great from all accounts now this is a buffalo buffalo bill player that if this wasn't if this didn't happen i wouldn't know who he was but all the accounts you hear about him, it's like he's, you know, went, picked the college that he went to just so he could be a great example, stay home and be a great example to his little brother. Who's like seven. Uh, he's 24 years old. He does all these things. He's all for the kids and everything like that. So I kind of messed around with going with his charity, but that's up to like $8.6 million. Yeah. What's our hundred bucks going to do? <laughs> right. A lot of toys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It is a lot of toys. I have a feeling. And now here's one that I wouldn't be surprised if he goes with. Um, this is the one that I thought of right away when I saw the incident. So I left for hockey last week and my buddy comes out and he goes, I think I just saw somebody die on the field because we didn't know what was happening. And you see the play and you're like, wow. Um, well, this this chair, it's called uh, Scholastic Sports Zone Foundation. Uh, and you can, you can look it up, scholasticsportsfoundation.org. Uh, first thing right on the front page, you see an athlete, a football player holding the football up and you see an AED 
if you're not familiar with an, what an AED is, it's those, it's the machines they use for Damar Hamlin. So they, you, it brings you back, right? It gives the electric shock to get your heart going again, defibrillator. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, when Joe was in high school, he had, there was an athlete at his school that died on the field because they, of a heart attack, a heart condition. They didn't have AEDs in his school. So his family started this, that same family. Hey, that kid that died on the field had an older brother, a younger brother, sorry, Mike played with my son, Joe died of the same thing. So the family lost their two only sons to the same condition that if AEDs had been available, one or both of them might have lived. Now, the second one, Mike, died over the summer just swimming. And it just, he didn't drown. It was literally his heart gave out on him. And he was he was on my son's team at the time. And we did the whole funeral and everything, met the family and all that. But uh, we're going to donate to... Scholastic Sports Zone Foundation, which basically brings AED awareness to schools and is trying to fund, get money to put a more AEDs in schools. So it's, um, I thought with, with Damar Hamlin, with everything that's going on, I thought it was a great reminder of, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done in that area. Um, obviously they said Damar Hamlin's in one of the best places to be if you're going to have that event. Um, I had a, a, a hot teammate go down on the ice and we said the same thing. It's like, I'd say all the time on the show, I play with cops and firefighters all the time. You have a heart attack on the ice in one of my games. It's like being in the NFL, both benches empty. They come over firefighters are helping. I mean, they know, boom, boom, boom. They point to right where the AD is and then they're getting you going right away. And then you're just waiting on the ambulance, but you literally almost have paramedics on you immediately in, in any of these men's hockey leagues. Uh, so many firefighters and, and, um, policemen play in these leagues, uh, and knowing how to use these things is super important. So education, I've been trained just because of my experience with hockey. I get trained every year on these things. Um, but they're super easy. And, and I can't tell you, it's like to get your hands on one and get trained with one is so important because what you find out is like, they're made for idiots. Like you don't need to know how to use them, but the biggest fear is everybody doesn't want to touch them because they're afraid to make a mistake. And it's like, it's almost like you, even if you put the pads on wrong, the thing knows it won't do it unless you get it right. And then you just, and it tells you where to put them and you're like, boop, 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 and you're, uh, and then there is some CPR involved too. So, but get trained, donate, uh, the links are in the show notes and all that stuff. So, um, so you see how important it is because it saved Damar Hamlin's life. So, uh, all right. That was that segment of the show. All right. <laughs> all right, guys, Sports let's get center. back. What's that? <laughs> Sports center. Sports <laughs> center. Yeah. All right. Let's get to, uh, e- listener experiences. Hey, can I, uh, butt in and put us on the spot while we're doing listener experiences? Can you put in what? Put us on the spot. Oh, actually, I'm yeah, put sure. Go ahead. Spot. Because we had a listener question several weeks ago that we never addressed. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Now, I don't remember who asked the question. Okay. But the question was asked of us. Uh, essentially, if we were 
stuck on a desert island, and we could only pick three demo scenes to watch over and over again for the rest of our lives, what scenes would they be? Um, and Steve and I answered this to you in a text message, but we never saw your answers. But I'm going to ask all of us oh. to answer that question. Wow. Off the, all right. I can't remember on, what I put. I, well, there you go. So that's why I said <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> uh, just the scenes? Oh, yeah. Just three we, scenes. Yeah, I do three remember scenes that. that. You could watch oh. over and over again. Whoever That's asked a, the question is screaming right now. It was me. It was, it was me. me. I don't think it was Brock, but um, probably Steve. Could have been. Could yeah. have been Steve Brock. Could have been Steve Brock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what, but what about what about movies? See, the typical lawyer and me. I'm pushing at the rules already. Yeah. So, right, but what about a movie that is a demo scene from start That's to finish? That's what we. That came well, up. That wasn't in our my text. question. So, however you want to answer it, <laughs> yep. it's fine. I'm I'm not going to well, rule the lawyer any of it, but. Uh, but I had my three, and um, you know Steve had his three, but we didn't see yours. I can't remember. So I, I, I don't know, know if you want to just do three, three, and three, or if you want to go one. I, I well, I'll, I'll go first. I'll give you. Okay. I'll give you one. No particular order because uh, you just have to have three on the island, and this is one right. I would absolutely take with me. It's the first one that popped into my head when you said demo scene. It's not a textbook demo scene, but if I'm going to live on an island all by myself. And I can only have can't a... be Debbie does Dallas. No, what might have been more fun? What might have been more fun is to see if we could guess what the other would say. Oh yeah, because I'm Ooh. thinking I'm thinking opening sequence to a new hope for Deej. I'm, I'm thinking Maverick, Maverick, and you Maverick. Are... But... No, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, Maverick, and then in case they do a sequel, Maverick two, right. and if they do another one, Maverick three. Right. <laughs> um, no, Steve's right. Steve's the closest. Um, not the opening scene. Um, okay. Just, John, with that hint, do you know what it is? You got to know now. If the it's lightsaber. Not the, yeah. Yeah. It'd be the, the lightsaber. Scene. Yeah. It's the hut mm -hmm. scene when he first lights that lightsaber. Because I think, in my memory, uh, that's probably my first favorite scene ever. Right? right. Like, mm -hmm. and it's not a demo scene, but every time I hear that lightsaber, like, I was literally walking through the house and it came on. I don't know why it was. Maybe I was playing with the OLED and I was just walking. I was like, I had to stop and watch. And I was just like, <laughs> I just boom. And they're like, and uh, somebody, who, oh, John, you just sent it. Like, I don't even know if that's there. Did you send me that where you're like, you look into, no, no, it was. Um, the end of it. That wasn't it, me. No. That was, uh, was he tweeted, tweeted Todd earlier. tweeted it earlier today. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yep, yeah, of yeah. course, deadliest weapon in the galaxy. And like, you but look I've right into that, it. Yeah. I've seen that <laughs> meme before, but I don't know if he actually did that or not. I don't remember, but, yeah. but it's a great mm -hmm. meme, but that is my first scene. Ab absolutely. I could watch that all day long. Okay. So Steve, what well, you're next. Hmm. I uh, see. I, I think if I've got to watch it over and over, just because it's the first one that always comes to mind, and it's not a classic film, um, but the opening of Star Trek Into Darkness, just that, yeah. that opening sequence with the shifting ratio, the colors, the sound. The, now, I'm assuming it's demo for audio and video. So therefore, you know, we've got a decent, yeah. we, the coconuts are well positioned on this desert <laughs> it's island. It's amazing that we maximum have maximum yeah. immersion. Yeah, we get Atmos, We have a we demo worthy theater, but we've only got three <laughs> scenes. Okay. Right. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so they gave us a yeah, busted kaleidoscape. Well, we all have <laughs> iPads. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think, I think the opening to Into Darkness is just, just home cinema heaven. 
you know, yeah. the switching aspect ratios, the colors, the, we've talked about it before, the sweep, the scale, you've got the, yeah. the, the reds of the volcano, you've got the, the, the Atmos stuff of all the things falling uh, and everything all around. I love that demo sequence. And it's the one that always springs to mind first when uh, when demoing my, my cinema room. It's the one I'm just think it's got to be that. The rest of the film, eh, not so much. Yeah. But the yeah. opening is just is great. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my one. John. All right. Well, I went with yeah, um, the the opening beach scene for Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, more audio than video. Although, I mean, the video's nothing to sneeze mm. at either. There, but mm. um, like, I guess it's not the most. Fu- I don't know if I guess. I don't know if I'd want to watch that over and over and over again <laughs> yeah. because it's pretty depressing. <laughs> but as far as demo scenes, that would you know that one is um, one of my favorite. That's another yeah, on a, really on a good desert one. island watching a beach scene. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Storm the beach, folks. You'd want I'm something else at, entirely, surely. <laughs> I'm yelling at the crabs. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so, as far as uh, let's see, I had a, a full movie in mind, but I'll go with I guess my next scene, and it would have to be. The scene when they take Miles Dyson to destroy Cyberdyne. And that's mm, the scene T2. where he, Yep, T2. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the scene that I used over and over to, to finally realize, like, I had the front stage right. It took me, like, almost 20 years to to feel like it was right. But that's where the door gets, where he blows the door from one side to the other right. to get them out of the room. But the scene itself from beginning, like from when they first get in there and then, you know, John takes the hand and he throws it off and breaks it open and they get the chip and then they, he shoots, you know, all the cruisers and everything. But it's just a, it is a demo worthy scene, uh, sound wise. Uh, I love the picture. I know a lot of people have an issue with the 4k, but I, 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 I just love that movie. So I could watch that over and over and have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I had to stop myself from continuing to describe what I already know. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. All right. Uh, Steve, uh, you're next. All right, so next one. I, yeah, I, I think my next one, then the one I also always go to and it's star Wars, but not any of the original trilogy, um, is the pod race from episode one. Oh, from yeah. the from the opening from that very first bit where they first fire up the pod <laughs> racer um pod m- machines and you just get that rumbling thunderous bass as they start up and of course they rev them as well and you can just feel like it feels like you're right there and the whole of the pod race um there we talk about pans and movements left to right back to front um and i mean interestingly when that came out in the cinemas of course it was not that long the home version was was there's a whole extra lap in the in the home version from the cinema there are only two laps in the uh in the cinematic version um and so th- i just think that's just absolute home cinema heaven as well you've got the the, the tuscan raiders shooting up on the high and you get the the the, the uh, ricochet which goes all around the room you get just, i just think that sequence is fantastic oh, yeah. um whatever else people say about the movie you know I, I i happen to really like it um and that particular sequence is great and i just about picked that one over the darth maul you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber fight just about by a hair, although that's great as well. That's awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, the pod race sequence is just, if, if for base heads, for just you want to feel the room rumbling, that's the, you know, that's the one that I'd go for. All right. Nice. Well, I, I picked yeah. the, 
a race as well for my second one. It was it's the race, <laughs> the opening race scene from Ready Player One. You know the bridge uh, yep. race scene. I mean, I guess it's. I mean, it's on everybody's list, <laughs> so it's. I'm not breaking any <laughs> new ground, but I mean, if you want to test out your your you know your surround sound system, I mean, that's that's the scene to do it with. So mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would stand up to multiple rewatches to spot all the different Easter eggs on the thing as right. well. That would actually be quite good. Well, and that's the whole thing, and it's just super fun, uh, in right. addition to everything else. It's just super fun because of all the Easter eggs and everything that's thrown in there. Mm. Um, yeah. All right. That's two Spielberg movies. <laughs> you got Saving right. Private Ryan and Ready Player One. My yeah, last one is not. About yeah, Jaws. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> I didn't even put that together until you just said it, but that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, so uh, the Fablemans, you'll tell again, teach. Yeah, Thomas <laughs> <laughs> Todd Schindler's List. The there you opening. go. Oh, the way the <laughs> red pops and the look. <laughs> oh, springs a tear to my eye. Um, yeah. All right, I was going. I was going to say I was going to you know pull a technicality and say everybody has nobody. Everybody says it's reference from beginning to end but i was going to say the lord of the rings trilogy but <laughs> you know i mean you're on a How desert many times island could you rewatch that on an island i mean before you die Lost. three Maybe or four twice <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> really you don't have that um, much time left in your life <laughs> but to sit to but honestly to stay in in the theme of a scene um i'm gonna have to go with the i mean i i mean i gotta i took it down it's gone i took down the maverick but i gotta i gotta go with the scene from maverick and it's not the the one that most people would say like the end battle scene which is longer um it's the scene when he first takes them up and it's to the to the who the the who sound they have the soundtrack playing and he's just teaching and they're all doing push-ups and he's doing the thing but it's just like I've seen that scene so many times already and you still get chills just watching that scene because it's that, that scene to me is one, it's a demo worthy scene beginning to end anyways, just picture sound of everything about it. It's your room is alive, but then the, the old man versus the kids, I mean, the, you know, you know, age, you know, wisdom versus youth and all of the fun stuff that goes on there. It's just a fantastic scene that even stranded on a desert island, it would just make me chuckle and just, you know, be like, can't wait to get home and teach everybody how to live on a desert island. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Steve. Okay. Now I'm going to go with one that I don't think most people would choose, but I'm now thinking not so much home theater as, as rewatchability. Okay, so that's what I think I'm going to go with this time. Um, and I'm simply, and if I say to you the word portals, would you know what I'm talking about? Which film? It's the name of the music that plays over this sequence. Oh. Yeah, it's called Portals. No? Portals. Okay. Yeah. No? Okay. Submarine I movie? I will go with <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Oh. 
when yep. they first uh, sorry forgive me end game sorry end game. when they first come back when they first come mm-hmm. back the, the music that plays over that is called portals and in the and i think that's the name of the chapter so that's i mean you get amazing home cinema as well you get the right. you know the crumbling buildings when when ant-man arrives spoiler alert everybody um, <laughs> you know let's, i don't want to get told off again i've got history with being told off for spoiling marvels so um talking about but by the way that ant-man trailer today have you seen that that just that oh. looked absolutely phenomenal anyway yeah um so yeah when ant-man goes into giant man and you know just just you get all that stuff you get all the lightning and the thunder and the fighting and everything else so that's great but the music on that is absolutely awesome and uh and and i could just watch that all day you know when when cap first again spoiler alert picks up Mjolnir and and you know and all that stuff it's just such a cool scene and if i've got to watch it over and over again for the rest of my life i want yeah. something that i can watch over and over again but also still looks and sounds absolutely amazing so yeah I'll, i'd have that yeah. one i think i think we had that <laughs> we talked about that in the text it was like it is a great scene it's a it's a long scene mm. too you get a lot of mileage yeah. out of that scene um <laughs> it's like 30 40 minutes long isn't it if you start mm, yes. right when they first, not when they first come back, but when the battle first starts taking place. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah. That's a great scene. Great scene. Yeah. Good job, um, Steve. And good job. Uh, That's very kind of you. Now, I'd suspect that's completely different to whatever I put in that text. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what you put in there. Yeah, but, I'm going to think, uh, <laughs> I barely remembered what I put in there, I, but I just knew we never talked about it. I know um, I had something different. Complete. I know I had the lightsaber in mind. Um, right. Other than that, I'm, I, I probably have Maverick in there, but I, I, yeah. And there, there's other you ones. See, it's, I mean, you can, that's, what's great about it. And it's funny. Uh, Love and thunder in the chat says, whoever posed this question in the first place, well done. This is a great little segment. Um, mm-hmm. Not so little anymore, but yes, it no. is a great question. <laughs> Good job, John. Yeah. Remembering. Well, it, I'm, anyway. I'm not even done. <laughs> I know you're not. I know you're not. That's say, what I, I got said. my third one. Um, yeah. No, I thought we and, went with the Fablemans. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to stick with the music scene uh, theme as well. Um cuz my third scene is the Wembley scene from Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Um Ooh. I mean the Wembley concert, it's I, again you have the Dolby Atmos, uh-huh. you have the crowd immersion. I mean it's it's a phenomenal scene for sights and sounds, but then it's also mm. again if I'm going to listen to it for the rest of my life, yeah. I could listen to that music forever, you yeah. know. So mm. Just the, um, I, I mean, I think it was masterfully done. That scene, if you watch like the original in the um, added features, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's they do such a great job recreating shot for it. shot, isn't it? Yeah, it's shot yeah. for shot, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. And um, yeah, I'd never get tired of that. Yeah, kind of like so. the Barbie in two thousand one Space Odyssey trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I actually thought that. I actually think that looks pretty good. So do I. It's like, well, yeah. I don't know about the movie being good, but that trailer's hysterical. Like we yeah. we were watching trailers the other day, and my wife's like, "Barbie, you want me to put on Barbie?" I'm like, "Yeah, check it out. You'll get a kick yeah. out of it." And when they smash the doll and break it, she was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" I go, "No, no, no! It's in the trailer. It's in the 2001. They smash bones. Don't worry. It's okay." <laughs> but it should be actually a pretty fun movie. Uh, Margot Robbie, I, yeah, um, is gonna kill it. I think. Yeah. So, mm. so but yeah. Well, no, we that, talked last week about one. about the most the most anticipated movies of this year. But as I said, after that trailer earlier on, Ant Man is Ant-Man. is suddenly yeah. gone to the top ones. I thought that trailer looked incredible. You yeah. know that yeah, stuff about really it doesn't good. matter who wins as long as we both lose. It's just like whoa, yeah, what a line. 
Yeah. That, <laughs> oh my gosh. That got me going. Um, like I mm. said before, I'm not a big fan of, not a, I'm not, that's, that's a bad way to put it. Mm. Ant-Man's not my favorite series so far in the MCU. Mm. Uh, I like the movies. I enjoy the movies, but as far as rewatchability, I'm like, eh, okay. Um, and I wasn't super excited about this one when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago on, mm. you know, what we're looking forward to. And then you see that trailer. I was like, <gasps> like, okay. All right, now I'm in. I'm like, yeah. and it looks like they're setting it up to be like, this is going to be the first defining moment of the ne- of this phase, the right? Like, sure. yeah. I'm, I'm hoping like, not only is it going to set us up for what we're going to be going into, but it's also going to be like the culmination of what we've already seen, you know, kind of like that, mm. that middle ground where, um, which we had, I, it feels like it's going to mm. be like, maybe a little bit like, uh, like Civil War was and how we will mm. like, you know, that was a Captain America movie, but hmm, there was a little bit more than that in yeah. it. So Right, it was Avengers well, I, I, 2.5. I, or, yeah. <laughs> now you, you guys are the comic guys. You know, you 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 know well, you, I, I defer to you on all things comics. Well no, you guys had a you know a comics podcast. I I can't yeah. compete with any of that. But and I and I always really liked the character of Kang in the comics. So he looked really cool, you know, and and when I saw the kind of the, the way they were gonna do it in live action, unusually for Marvel, I thought it looked a bit hokey and a bit a little bit stupid to be honest and i didn't really like it in, in was it Loki? yeah when you see him Loki. In, it is Loki, in Loki it? yeah we saw him in that and i remember when he said kang i'm thinking what you know th- this is not good <laughs> and you having seen it in this in this particular trailer anyway suddenly you're thinking oh okay there is yeah. some threat there the costume does look quite good and and uh yeah so anyway i know we don't normally talk trailers but that was just such a cool one yeah and, and i've been sort of let down by a couple of the most recent marvel movies so i was you know that just sort of got me jonesing ready for you know whatever's coming next which of course is the whole point um so yeah that was good <laughs> trailer did its job <laughs> yeah did its job. Oh, oh yeah 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 anyway i'll stop talking trailers now <laughs> yeah um right all right that was a great one. We're still in listener experiences. Um, so, Steve, you want to take this first one? Audiophile? Yeah, the et audiophile, et cetera. Yeah, yeah et we'll cetera. try to be Okay, right. Sounds like the king and I, isn't it? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Right, anyway. So um, this is from Jason Story, and it says, Hey, DJ, um, fun to hear the start of your audiophile journey. Loved the Brent Butterworth and SVS shows, talking about two-channel, et cetera. And as a reminder, from the Takeover Tuesday I did with you, I do a lot of two-channel and showed you the large vinyl and CD collections. I recently upgraded to what is or should be my end game turntable, which is in the price range of a kaleidoscape. Me. Anyway, if you ever want to do a Takeover Tuesday about audiophile in an mm-hmm. HT, I would love to talk to you about it. I still use my YPAO in my analog chain, sacrilege in some circles, and we can talk about cleaning vinyl, um, bracket, vacuum machine, ultrasonic machines. I have both, and bracket, mastering, digital sourced vinyl, high-res downloads, SACD, DVD audio, etc. We'll just chat about and not as a podcast. Um, other notes, I love Nick from SVS talking furniture. I have a BDI audio cabinet and a TV console. They're designed by someone who actually uses AV gear, plus huge added bonus. They ship fully assembled. Only adjust shelves or flip doors if necessary. Take that, Ikea. <laughs> Your unofficial poll, Northman, great home theater experience. Meh, on the movie, Jason's story. Can I just add, boo. 
<laughs> you don't have to like his opinion, but you have to respect oh, it. I would have kidding. Yeah. No, I know. Um, yeah, no, Jason, you're welcome back anytime. It's Takeover Tuesday, whatever you want to talk about. And what I, I love that, this is what I love about this podcast and what I love about sitting down with people and getting them in here. It's like, where else in the world can you hear about, like, I use use my YPOW. Uh, we can talk cleaning vinyl, vacuum machine, ultrasonic machines, mastering digital. It's like goes on and on that most people go. <laughs> and we're all like, yeah, come on, let's do this. It's like, I'm like getting excited about it. And like, if I, if I showed that email to my wife, she would fall asleep. And it's like, but it's like, and uh, that's fine. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Jason, whenever you want to come back, just let me know. It's takeover Tuesday. Um, you're gonna, it's, it's your show. So that's absolutely. I'd love to do that. Uh, uh, there was a question in the chat, um, from scuff scruff King, man. Anyone in the chat, does anyone know the name of Brett's podcast? Uh, it's the audiophile podcast. Um, pretty simple. Um, so yeah, I can, I can let you know on that scruff Kingman. Uh, it's a great podcast. I never miss it. So it's uh, definitely check that out. Those guys are super entertaining and they talk exactly like what we were just saying. They talk like all the technical stuff, but they're, they have a great rapport as well. I love their stuff. So, uh, Brent and Dennis. So yeah, check that out. Um, all right, John, uh, platform. You want to read that one? All right. Sure. And you yeah, can not, from... you can skip the, uh crossed yep. out part this is from gorinder yeah uh, says hi dj i finally watched something at a similar time that you guys <laughs> mentioned it last week smile and glass onion with the new voices being added on to the intro it is starting to sound scary i wonder what it says if played backwards <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh it says you mentioned you were going to be making a platform for your seating so that you could easily move it what type of design were you going with once all my other HT stuff is done, I want to build something that the front row can rest on. That way I can move the front row 90 degrees and make it more conducive to conversation. Have a good one, Gurinder. Um, yeah, Gurinder, thanks for the email. Uh, and yeah, the uh, it, it is nice when you actually watch or listen to something topical that we just talked about. That's kind of fun. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, what I'm doing in my theater is at least under the seats that I want to be able to slide and move, you know, easily. I'm just, I'm putting hardwood down instead of, uh, instead of carpet because carpet, you know, tends to be a little bit more difficult to slide things around on. So uh, I'm going to put hardwood down and, you know, the seats should still be secure when we're sitting in them, but you can slide them around a little bit easier so there's other ways to do it too you could do it with carpet if you wanted to go in there and put the little they have the little coat furniture coasters you put on them and then you on carpet that's like sliding around on ice i didn't want to go in that direction i thought that would be too much but that would be if you plan on moving it a lot then i would maybe look into doing that and uh but yeah all right. Uh, YouTube comment from Vibe, in Vibe Installs. Happy New Year, DJ. Is that a new intro? Yep. Is there some I audio? Think DJ, I just edited I, that one, man. I think we did this I last did, week. Yeah, that's why I was just reading that. I Sorry, I just so took too. it out super quick. I just saw it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let me hit. Okay. Uh, then next I one will... is about Zorro. The next one is about. Yes. yes. From Blue Wave. Yep. 
Thanks, Steve, the producer of Brightside Home Theater. Blue <laughs> uh, Wave on YouTube says, uh, talking about last in last week's live stream, says, great show, guys. I recently picked up the Mask of Zorro 4K disc, and it surprised the hell out of me. Great wide sound stage, good bass, and the picture was great. What catalog titles have you guys recently watched slash experienced that really surprised you? Hmm. That's a good one. I responded to this. I actually oh, replied you did? Okay. to him because, um, yeah, because one, that disc and that film mm. is amazing. I love that movie. Um, you know, one of my favorite movies of 1998, um, next to Blade. Um, I, I think The Mask of Zara is absolutely fantastic. And in terms of the wide soundstage, I don't know how many times you guys have seen it. I've probably seen that film 30, 40 times. Mm. Um, and from the very beginning, when he walks, he walks off screen, off stage, from stage left, I suppose, but from our right, and he walks, and you can hear the footsteps coming, and then he comes on screen. Talk about pans, then comes on screen. Then you get that lovely wide cut, the, the Z, Z, Z <laughs> cut, and, and you get the flame that goes with it, and that goes off screen as well. So it comes right across the screen, right across the screen, right across the screen, and then he walks off again, and then you get this sort of um, uh, like, a, like a panther growl. Um, and then it goes into the to the to the the, the the text. It's fantastic. If you guys haven't seen it for a while, um, uh, it's yeah, really good. The Blu-ray is great, but the 4K disc is is it's a Sony disc. So yeah, of course it's awesome, um, but it is great. And that I mean that's another potential demo sequence. Just just for a few seconds, it's it's really really good. I love that movie. Yeah, I bought the disc. Uh, this is another one of those where I haven't watched the entirety of it. But the same mm. thing, when that disc come out, you, I heard a lot of good things about it. So I started mm. popping it in and just, just to watch a couple of scenes, same mm. thing. It's, you know, I, I watched that movie. I don't know how many times on Laserdisc. Loved that movie. Um, but it, it's back in that, then you had Desperado back then you had, I mean, there were a bunch of movies that came out in that same kind of almost like it didn't it seem like a like smaller indie type films but they weren't you know what i mean like i don't mm. know why it just felt like they weren't as and we don't have and i guess that's what people are saying now we don't have a lot of that going on now we have it's either big blockbusters or we stream something yeah. right yeah and as i said it'll be on netflix now <laughs> yeah exactly um so yeah. but yeah that one uh, just your you mentioning it now and and you know blue wave mentioning it i want to kind of probably grab that on kaleidoscape and and give the whole mm. thing it, a whirl. It, really it is. Yeah. It's a, I know that it's a good film and it's a, and it's, yeah. Mm. And it's a fantastic disc and the, the soundstage on that. Again, it's like one of these, these lovely discs where it's, someone takes the walls of your theater and just goes like that. Yeah. And it feels like they've just, you know, you're now in a massive auditorium rather than in your room because of the way they use the Atmos on it. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a great film. Um, and yeah. directed by Martin Campbell, who of course directed Casino Royale, um, GoldenEye, um, and, uh, you know, and he's a Kiwi, so he's obviously cool. Oh, yeah. Um, but there we go. <laughs> I have, I actually have two, two answers for this because I would say the, the go-to for me, if somebody asks like, what's a movie that surprised you was that good? Um, it, it's gonna, it, 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 the first one that jumps to mind is Lucy. I was not mm. expecting that when I first put that on to do it as a podcast here. And, um, I was like, Holy, I, I didn't remember that. I don't, I can't remember how long it had been since I watched it. 
I knew it was, I loved the movie. It was a fun movie. Um, but then the base at the opening of that, and then the scenes in general, the, the, the 4k picture, the everything about it just literally blew me away. I was just like, I, I couldn't believe it. And, uh, that's why I bring it up all the time. It's, it really is. It's one of those sleeper home theater hits that really, if you own a theater, you need to have this in your collection. Um, but where he said recently, and this one's kind of weird, um, and it did surprise me. It really did. Uh, Thor love and thunder. I wasn't expecting that. I was hoping, but I wasn't expecting that to be as good as it was. I mean, that is one, like we say all the time, like Sony has great discs and we wish, we wish Disney would put stuff out like this. Thor love and thunder is one that really you know, they kind of knocked it out of the park and it, it rival, you know, it, it's up there with a good mm. Sony disc in my opinion. And that, that mm. surprised mm. me. But, um, but would you call that a catalog title? Cause it's, cause I, I mean, I, I, I wonder whether he's getting out kind of older movies that we've yeah, seen. Which, well, which, which, I was just know, saying it's, it's in my catalog. Just good. <laughs> yeah. So that's I why mean, I gave two course, answers, one Steve. Thing. One of them's yeah. gotta be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think, but I, I, I wonder. He is a teacher, John. See that he is a teacher. He's getting yeah. me on technicalities. Yeah. You can't yeah. give two. Pick one, DJ, and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about movies we've talked about recently, things like Poltergeist, The Lost Boys, right. Lawrence of Arabia. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Know, I, w- I would say Gandhi. You know, movies like that that are that are older movies that that the Blue Casablanca. I know you really really yeah. liked, um, which I bought recently. I still haven't seen it, but I have bought it now based on your recommendations. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay. So um, we're going to get that technical you know, then psycho. That's my third yeah. answer. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that one blew me away. I, I watched that over and over just off of the first viewing. I wasn't expecting that 4k disc to look that good. So mm-hmm. there we go. Thank you for the clarification, Steve. What do you got, John? Well, uh, well, catalog title, I guess it would have to be Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't love the movie, but I mean, it was, I mean, phenomenal disc. I mean, yeah, like I said, I I didn't expect it to be as good as it was because of the age of the movie. Um, right, and then you know, I guess sleeper hit Hurricane Heist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> again, not a great movie, but like unbelievable home theater experience. Yeah, like it's it, even it, better when it just shows up on your doorstep, exactly. <laughs> like a hurricane just blew it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, awesome. All right. Um, read the next one, John, from Dan uh, Wind River. Did you get that let's one? See. Yeah. Um, this is from Dan Carpenter. It was actually an email. Looks like to yep. Steve Wind River. That is an excellent movie. I have not watched it in my theater. I saw it when it came out. I'm ordering the movie now. Thanks for bringing it back up. Cheers, Dan. Danny Speakers. That is right. Yeah. Dan the man. <laughs> yeah. So give it some love to Steve. Yeah. And presumably neither of you guys have had a chance to see it yet. Haven't had a chance to no. watch it yet. I do, do I, have it do in I my have... cart from Amazon, but I haven't I haven't bought it yet. Do I have to set it as homework, fellas? Is that the only <laughs> way I can guarantee you? That's you'll the watch only it? way. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it's um, be seen. It is so good. Yeah. <laughs> when I get to sit down and watch a whole movie, I'll probably watch Star Wars again. Um <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, no, but it, no. but it is honestly, guys, yeah. it is really good. And you're gonna you're, you're gonna turn around at the end and go, "Why have I left it so long? And how did I not know about it?" 
That's what you will say. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. I've yeah. heard of it. I, yeah, I don't know why I haven't mm. seen it. Well, I can't tell you why. I'm too busy watching Star Wars. Um, <laughs> and Maverick. And but Maverick. There, there was, there was some I haven't watched Maverick in like a week and a half. No, no, it's been like Damn, two weeks. You getting withdrawal symptoms? I would say, how are you still li- <laughs> standing upright or sitting up? No, I did watch it just <laughs> about a week and a half ago in preparation for. I watched that. Uh, I watched scenes from the Batman. I did because I was really going back and forth on my top twenty, you know, of twenty twenty two. It was close because uh, I, I I have so much love for the Batman and the artistic thing, that they, and I had to go back and forth. But I mean, come on. Um, all right. Next comment is from, I'm a little chilly willy in Southern California. He says, Hey guys, bros was completely sideswiped by my comment at timestamp. And he gives a timestamp from last week, one hour, 30 minutes and 34 seconds. But that was probably on the live stream, which will be different on the regular, regular right. one, but I'll speak proper English. Sorry, Steve, not posh Brit British English. But I think he means posh. Yeah. Well, it says, po- that's why I said posh. Steve, yeah. always correct for this comment. Sorry, sorry. Not Brock. He said he's not Brock's friend, though, though I wish I could have met him prior to him moving to Texas. Listening to this broadcast, part three, a day later, my nickname came from growing up with the Chili Willy cartoons, and because of my smaller, petite stature of capping at 5'4", it became Little Chili Willy at school, eventually to... Uh, Willow after that movie was released and then Free Willy after that movie was released. I'd rather stick with the current Little Chilly Willy. Yeah, that, that does seem to be smarter because um, Free Willy, you may end up with needing Steve's uh, <laughs> <Services>. expertise. <laughs> yes. Uh, thanks again for the shout out and the love this current Three Amigo panel. Thanks, Chilly Willy. Uh, I as soon as I saw Chilly Willy, I, I thought of the character. Plus, he has it as the an cartoon. emoji, but the cartoon. Right. Yeah, I love Chilly Willy. <laughs> I love that cartoon. So, thanks. Um, five four. Mm. That is, that's a little bit. That's a little bit on the uh, you know, height challenged. I guess you call it. No comment. No comment. How tall? That's the funny thing is when you meet people, when you talk to people online, you don't know until you meet them in person. And like, and then I'd be like, yeah. I'd meet Steve in person and be like, hey, Steve. No, no, no. I'm 5'11". I'm 5'11". Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm, but you don't know. Like, I know uh, Tom, I know Tom Andrews rather short as well. But you'd never know that watching him on YouTube and you're watching. But then if you, I haven't met him in person, but we've talked cycling stuff. And he, I get his, you know, and he's, I think he's like five you know, mid high, mid fives or something like that, which is rather short, but, and he says it. Riddle me this then chaps. Cause I did actually look something like this up the other day. Bizarre. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember why. How tall is George Lucas? How tall do you think he is? I would say he's like five eleven, five ten, five foot six. Is he really shorter? Like five, five or five, six. Yeah. yeah he wow. is. And Spielberg is five, seven. Wow. Wow. Now, now the, and the reason it came out, actually, now I remember why it was, is because apparently there was a podcast I was listening to about Meet the Fablemans, and he was talking about when he was younger, he was teased about his height. Yeah. Because he's at school and coming out of school. John knows was so I was. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> But 5'6 and 5'7. Can you yeah. imagine? I, I mean, I just it, it, talk about, you know, they should be larger than life. They should be about 20 feet tall, both of them. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, how weird would it be to see them and then be shorter than you? I just, I'd be yeah. very odd. 
Yeah, you have no reference. You have, you know, like and I'm like only when, about five seven and a half. So, <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, you're taller than that. No, not really. No, hmm. I'm not that tall. Okay, how about you, Deej? You're six foot plus. No, no, I'm like six feet, five eleven, six feet. Oh, okay. One of my licenses. Like six, six two. Yeah. I had six two in my head because I thought you might have said no. it somewhere. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, six feet, five eleven now with my age, but yeah, it's. <laughs> No, no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's, but yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, it is funny when you meet people that you've talked to online mm. for a long time and then you meet them in person and you're like, oh, okay, that's reality. All right. <laughs> and it goes the other way too. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. Uh, next up, Greg Bartley. You want to take that one, Steve? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a caveat at the end of this, though. Um, so Greg Bartley commenting on the last live sh- uh, best home theater experiences, sorry, of 2022 yep. uh, YouTube uh, video says, uh, Greg Bartley says, I watched and really enjoyed House of Dragons. If you had to demo one episode, which one would it be? Like DJ, I watched it on Kaleidoscape and a plenty awesome experience. Now, well, my caveat, guys, right. I still haven't, <laughs> haven't seen, seen it. it. Spoilers, please. None. Yeah. Yeah. We won't, we just won't answer it. <laughs> um, I, well, yeah, it's, I know that one's tough, Greg. Sorry guys. Um, sorry. Sorry. Greg, sorry. Next time. Greg, Greg Bartley. <laughs> I believe he's in the chat as well. Yes, he is. Um, Greg's in the chat. Yeah, sorry, uh, Greg, Greg. <laughs> next time when, when Steve mentions it, bring that question up again and we'll ask. Cause I, I have a great, I, I, there's a couple of, there's a whole episode I love. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a great question. Um, but once Steve comes on and, you know, yep, yep we, we know what it looks like. We, we've I seen it. it. I swear. I've just not seen it. <laughs> Steve's showing the box cover. Okie dokie. For those in the audio only podcast. Um, Steve's like, see, proven I haven't watched it yet. It's still in the box. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah bring that back up again. Yet. And Greg yeah. says, gotcha, sorry. No need to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who should be apologizing. Everybody on the planet's seen it apart from me. Exactly. <laughs> People have seen it, argued about it. It's, yeah, it's been fantastic. So, um, can't wait for Steve to see it. I'm sure an argument mm-hmm. will ensue. Looking forward to it. And of course, I'll, you know, grammatically be incorrect and he'll correct me. Um, <laughs> even when I misspell somebody's name as I speak it. Right. <laughs> that was the best Actually, one. can I say, while we're talking oh, about here that, we I was quite good last week. <laughs> what you, oh, you've got to compliment yourself. You, okay, we you got time for your, that. Uh, yeah. Did you see your thing last week about the box of popcorn <laughs> that was actually spelled box of poo corn? No. <laughs> did you no. see that last week? No, I didn't say that. I was so close. Oh, it right. must have killed you. you. I would have said it, probably. It, it, it yeah. killed him so yeah. much that he remembered to bring it up this week. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he's no longer good. <laughs> right. I was so well behaved. I'm about to ruin it all. badness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just delayed. Yeah. Yeah, it was a whole week I managed to hold on to that. So I right. thought that was quite good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Driving to work. Poo corn. I can't believe he's did <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Who's reading next? We got Blue Wave. Uh, again. It's me. Um, you? This is a YouTube comment as well yeah. from Blue Wave. Best home theater experiences of 2022. Uh, no one better than Ralph Potts on Blu-ray disc and 4K reviews. Mm. Freaking awesome episode. In no particular order, the best HT experiences of the year. The Northman, Dune, Top Gun Maverick, Jurassic World Dominion, Ambulance, The Batman, 
Spider-Man No Way Home, The Godfather, mm. Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, The Atom Project, mm. Ghostbusters Afterlife, Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore, and Morbius. Um, yeah. you know, a bunch of those made our lists. Some of them did not. Mm. Um, Morbius was the one that Ralph and I, I were talking about in the podcast that we didn't mention the name because it didn't make the lists. But Ralph and I actually, he he was the one person of the reviewers. A lot of the reviewers will, like home theater reviewers, they review the movie and they don't like the movie. So they're like, yeah, don't bother buying it. And then I'm like, right. That's and that's what I love about Ralph and and Mike too over at um, AV Nirvana. They do the same thing. It's like they'll tell you, and I love those reviews. That yeah, the movie might not be great, but you need to get this because of this. And when when Ralph had written his Morbius review, it was like he's like, hey, look, this isn't the greatest movie, but boom, it is just a fantastic home theater experience. And I texted him, I'm like, you got to do a show. We got to talk about this right now. And I, I had said to him, you know, like, I think it could be up for, you know, home theater experience of the year. And he was like, maybe, but, you know, the movie's this. And then, lo and behold, it didn't even make any of our list because it was such a great year. But it is. It, and that, well, the, I haven't even hmm. watched it. I mean, I've seen the movie, but I haven't watched the disc yet. I oh, my God. It, I haven't watched it. But, you know, to go back on that, I wouldn't have bought or rewatched The Northman if it wasn't for the two of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, and now, again, I'll rewatch that movie, you know, not right, right away. But yeah, I'll when you're in a good mood several, and you want to bring yourself down a little bit. Several times over oh. the years, I'll rewatch yeah. it, not loving the movie, but because of the, you know. Right. Because of the home you theater see, part of it, so. You see, I can't rewatch it yet because I've got to deal with myself. Right, I cannot rewatch it because I promised myself before I rewatch it, I will have a Viking drinking horn, and I will have <laughs> beer in it when I rewatch it. And I can't, and I can get one for about eighteen pounds. There's a shop locally that sells. Oh, really? It. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. If I'm going to watch it again, yeah, yeah. And it comes with a little wooden stand and everything. And I'm thinking, right, the next time I see that film, I need to have one of those and just watch it with that. I got um, Vikings is back in a couple of weeks too. Viking season two is that season? Oh, okay, that's the the, the Valhalla. No, the, yeah, the, Valhalla. The, yeah, I still haven't finished the series. The the first one I'm on oh, season really? four, and I'm losing oh. the faith a little bit because it's oh, kind I of in the weeds. It. Yeah, well, I really enjoyed it up till now, so I'm, I'm I will go back to it. But uh, but yeah, so I need a Viking drinking horn to uh, to watch the Northmen again. It's got to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, next one, Theo, he's like, hi, love the show guys. Thank you. Look guys, not everyone can afford to replace their TVs every year. People bought their HDR TVs, but they are, they were not really good HDR TVs. You cannot expect people to keep buying new TVs every year. On average, HDR movies are graded around 300 to 600 nits on average. And that's on a good day. It's not a standardized system. Grading is all over the place. Just my thoughts. Um, and no, did I agree. We tell and I everybody think everybody to do that. Yeah. Did we no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly. Yeah. I or I think I know exactly what he was. He's commenting on, and it's a great comment because we take for granted, like when we say stuff, and what we were talking about is, and it's my opinion of like HBO Max and what they did with you know House of the Dragon and dragons and how they push those scenes 
And I had said in best home theater experiences, one of the things I like about that is they're pushing people to get new tech because people are at home and it's like, if your display can't see it, it's like, well, this new tech can handle it. And Theo's right. He's not everybody has the capability to just be like, wow, I can't see, you know, my show the way I want to see. Exactly. (laughs) Well, no, the TV I just replaced upstairs is probably almost 10 years old. Right. And it's like, and I get it. And it's you, I, but that doesn't take away. I agree a hundred percent with what Theo's saying, but it doesn't take away from the fact that new tech exists. And I like content that pushes that stuff because even in our, in our world, like when Atmos came out, you know, if, if you were my accountant, you're like, Oh crap, here, everything goes because I need to get, I need to find a way for me to get that tech into my house. And now that's going to mean, how do I manage the actual house itself and the holes in the ceiling and all that, but the budget on what it's going to take. And it's like, there's all of these things and it's like, and Theo's right. It's like, not everybody has that capability. So, you know, but I, I still appreciate the content that pushes the idea of getting that stuff, you know, and to, to sit here and, and be like, well, I don't want to talk about this because not everybody can get this. It's like, that, that this isn't that forum, you know? And it's like, if, mm-hmm. this is where we talk about all the fun stuff, even stuff we can't get, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just have fun with it. And, you know, but it's, that's a great comment, Theo. I, I appreciate it a hundred percent. And you're absolutely and be, right. To, it's great to keep in mind. And I think to be fair, these, we, we don't talk generally on here about multi- tens of thousands of dollars worth of stuff we as you say we don't tend to get all that technical we talk no. about movies we talk about the experiences as you said that, that i think appeal to quite a wide base of people we're not just talking about oh my you know y- you've been brilliant about the kaleidoscape and talking about how well look i i you know i managed to get this and it's great but there are loads of really good discs out there and you, mm. do you see what i mean we I oh, think yeah. we're quite a broad church in that respect we're not we're not just saying oh well look if you've got a less than a 200 inch screen and if your theater's less than three hundred thousand dollars, then it's a waste of time you know i don't think we're we're like that at all um, right and and you know it's about enjoying what you've got even right. if it's a sound bar and a 36 inch tv if you like it it's a theater and if you enjoy it brilliant and come along for the ride with us because you know we're all on board with it and we like it too so i I think you know we we are more like that than perhaps some other and i'm not talking about anyone in particular but certain other other shows that i have heard where they are about the the next big thing every day it's the next thing it's the next thing and that's not us i don't think um so but you know i get it i get it it's one of the reasons that i i you know, stop buying certain magazines about, you know, because every month it was, oh, look at what's just come out. Thinking, well, I've just bought mm. the thing from last month. And, and you well, know, when, so going back a while, that's why I stopped buying them. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and to be fair, like one of the th- one of the reasons I was so excited to have Brent Butterworth on the first time I had him, I reached out to him. And the reason I did was because of that mindset. He was writing for Home Theater Magazine back in the 90s. And his reviews of stuff were much like how my mindset is even now in that he had access to some of the best equipment out there, but he could still relate to the common person and be like, you, you know, this is great, but you can do it with this and you can do that. And, and he'd write reviews on, he'd put movies in. And I said it the first time I met him, I'm like, 
he would he'd throw Terminator Two into a review of some of a like speaker setup that was like probably you know forty thousand dollars, and he'd be like, when you watch a Terminator Two on this, and what I liked about that stuff is it it makes you aspire to get your system to sound something like that, right? Because I love Terminator Two, so yes, we can't all have the best tech, but it it. There is better tech. Everybody knows there's always something better out there and there's always somebody not as fortunate as you. So, you know, be happy where you're at. Try to, I, I, especially in this hobby or anything, it's like, try to aspire for more or at least a facsimile and be happy with what you have. And I think that's, that's what we try to do here. And, Mm. you know, and that's what I like about HBO max. It's like what they're doing with their, that scene, getting back to that. It's like, Hey, look, this is possible. And it's like, don't poo-poo the artist for trying, you know, for utilizing a tech that's there just because not everybody has it because someday people will have it. And, but it's like, if, if you can utilize that, knock yourself out. So. Can I just poo-poo HFR again though? Is that okay? Can I just poo-poo that? <laughs> that's your opinion. It's valid. <laughs> I we're do not technology. agree with it, but it's opinion. <laughs> it's a valid opinion. And I understand it. I wouldn't want it a hundred percent of the time. I don't think it doesn't bother me, but, um, but yeah. All right. <laughs> HFR. Consider it poo-pooed anyway. Speaking of HFR, <laughs> who's reading next? Oh, I've lost count. I've lost track. Oh, didn't uh, I do the last one? Yeah. I so John. I, I don't know. I'll go. Yeah. Blue wave. Um, <laughs> blue wave theater experience, avatar, the way of water. 3D, 2D, and HFR. Uh, says, hey guys, I had a sudden urge to pop in Tron Legacy and watch that this weekend and realized that this movie does not have a 4K release. What are the movies that top your home theater experience that currently do not have a 4K release but deserve one? All right, first off, let's take Abyss off the table. Let's take True yeah. Lies off the table because everybody knows those two. <laughs> Uh, let's take Avatar off the table. We know that's coming anyways, pretty much. Um, other than that, I have mine. Just talked about it this weekend on Twitter. Um, I think it's a, you know, but go ahead. Uh, on, John, do you want to jump in? Nice. Tombstone is my number one. There um, you go. Most wished for movie. Um, not because I think, even though I do think it will be a good home theater experience. Oh, um, yeah. But not necessarily because of that, just because. I, I love the movie, and I think it it deserves it deserves oh, a yeah. great uh, King Arthur <laughs> that we watched recently. Yeah. Yep. I think would also top be high on my list of movies that should get a 4K release, and also would probably be very good. Yeah, uh, home theater wise, because we actually enjoyed the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray um, was pretty good, and, and it, it looked there was some ago. nice detail in some of the shadow yeah. scenes and stuff like that, and the the contrast in when they go into the snow area, it gets right. snowy and, and stuff. The ice, the, the sound yeah. of the ice. Oh, I mean, yeah. It was, Really good. So those are two that I would really look forward to. Um, and the Thirteenth Warrior, which hasn't even seen a Blu-ray oh. release, um, is only on DVD. Mm. Um, yeah, but also I uh, really enjoy that movie. So uh, those are three that I I really am anticipating someday. <clears throat> All right, Steve. So. I think uh, if if we're going to have Tombstone, and I absolutely would love that. Only please, if we can have the theatrical and the director's cut, though. Because the director's cut on that is really nice, and I'd want to have the choice. Um, and so, leading off from that, another western that that is. Whenever someone says, "What are you waiting for in 4K?" Dances with Wolves. Um, I oh, would wow, yeah. absolutely love to have that film in 4K. I, I mean, I love the movie, 
um, and I've got the US Blu-ray. Um, but you know, the one that came in a it looked like a like yeah, the leather-bound sort of notebook, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and uh, now I love that film, and that was a DTS demo disc mm-hmm. back in the day the the opening sequence on that was something that was on the dts disc so that would be a fantastic home theater experience and i would love that film um mm. so what yeah that one i'd really look i'd really like um other end of the spectrum a little bit blade 2 um i'd like for a 4k release of blade yeah. 2 just because again that should be pretty amazing um i think the 4k would probably show up some of the uh the the effects work but um you know it because the some of the the, the cg characters in that were, were pretty low res even in the back in the day and the 4k will just shine a light on that you know mm. quite literally um but i go with blade 2 um i don't think of any others i suppose that's probably it initially but but the, as i say whenever someone says it the first thing i think of is dancers with wolves and that's before the abyss and that's before you know true lies and and, and so i suppose aliens actually as well aliens the aliens yeah yeah, that's what I was yeah that, that, that would one. be very nice yeah i'd like that yeah sorry, sorry no no that's Quick okay minds. that's Peter okay See, it is. so yeah <laughs> aliens um and then because we got alien and mm. but that that looks fantastic but the other one, it just came up this weekend. Um, I was mentioning it on Twitter, and it's uh, Strange Days with Ralph Fiennes from mm. 1995. I've never seen it. Never oh, seen my it. God. Apparently, mm. it's it's out over there on Blu-ray. It's not even on Blu-ray over here. Okay. I just bought it on Amazon, and I'm having I'm importing it, apparently. But you can buy it here for, like, 13 bucks and get it in. But it's um, Region. It's Region 2, region which I, yeah, I can't. My Blu-ray won't play it, but if I upload it to oh, the Zipedi, yeah. I'll be able to get it. Um, what, what's the, what's it about? These, what's so the story? Just it's I've never so heard, basically, it, never seen it. yeah. So what it is is the the story centered around this tech that you put on your head, and it's similar to remember in um we've all seen the Matrix and they they, they instead of doing drugs they do the memory things or whatever. Well, that's what this is centered mm-hmm. on. You put this thing on your head that looks like this. And, and I'm on, I'm on YouTube doing this, but my hands on my head, if you're watching the uh, listening, the audio only, but anyways, so these, you put this thing on your head and it's like, you could hear and see everything that somebody else experienced. Okay. So like, say somebody went surfing and you can't go surfing, but you want to experience going surfing. They would put one on their head and record themselves surfing and you would see and feel everything, the feelings and everything. And well, of course, you can imagine the technicalities of this kind of tech that it's going to, there's some legalities to it. And there was a black market for it. And the movie kind of centers around that at the, I believe it was the year 2000 New Year's or something. And it's really good, but the, the movie's good. Um, but not only that, I like the story, but the home theater part of it is when they put this on people's heads, you go into their mind, but then your room goes in now you're hearing like you're in somebody's head so if that person is hearing something over on the left rear you hear it on the left rear and in 1995 watching this on laser disc in my my living room it's like this was a demo disc beginning to end that you people would come over and be like watch this scene and there that when the head moved the the sounds moved and people would be like hey you come over here and it would echo weird and stuff but it moved really really fun fun home theater movie that if this ever gets if it got a 4k with atmos ooh, and i don't i don't honestly i don't think you need it we could just get a nice blu-ray of this and we up mix it it's gonna be amazing 
Well, DJ, you've just sold me. I've just ordered it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, you yeah. might have heard the little beep of my email. Yeah, That's telling them I've just got the order through. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- I think you'll mail. like it. And you've <laughs> yeah. seen it, John, haven't you? I have not. Actually. You haven't? I've never seen it. I no, thought we talked about that it. a while ago. No, but I saw all the Twitter conversation the other mm, day yeah. about it. But, I, you know, I haven't seen it. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a Catherine Bigelow movie. So, you know, yep. she made some great films. And um, okay. what's her name is in it, too? The um, oh, Who's the actress that's in it? The one that I didn't look. She's, I thing on the she's good. She was in, uh, I think she was in, um, uh, I'll just go on. It's it's really, really good. Ralph Fiennes is good. It's Angela thing. Bassett, Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis, that's what I was thinking. And Angela Bassett's awesome, oh. too. Yeah. And written and produced by one James Cameron. It's not an HFR, is it? Deej, tell me now if it is, because I'll cancel my order. <laughs> it, well, to be fair, HFR back then was probably like, you know, 1080p <laughs> in 1995. So, um, yeah. No, it's really good. All right. Uh, who's got Van Gogh? Me? Uh, yeah, can do. Yeah, do. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, Van Gogh. Uh, I agree with what you guys said about my email. I think ex- I think anything extra like a soundbar and 2.0 or 3.1 sounds better than your TV speakers. It gets you thinking on what the content you watch can sound like. We all started out somewhere in our home theater journey and grew from there. So, yep, that's what we were saying. Because he was like, until you experience, I think he was the one that said, until you experience it, you don't know what good sound is. and Or not, you don't appreciate it until you hear it. But, um, but yeah. So thanks. And then this last one here, I love this. I absolutely, this is, it's the first time I've seen this. Go ahead, Steve, read that one. Yeah, of course, Ken. So this is from someone who, I, I don't know, have you heard of this guy called Mike Schramm? Yeah. Shram? I'm yeah. not sure. I, I don't know. I, I, I remember. Yeah. New listener. Anyway, he's a, yeah, yeah, yes, quite a new contributor. Yeah. He, uh, he he said that it looks at the tweet saying uh, and a picture saying started my laserdisc collection today. Here are my first three pickups, and he's accompanied that with a picture of uh, three laserdiscs: Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and T Two Judgment Day. And we've subsequently learned, I think, and I don't think Michael mind us uh, saying, Willie, that the purpose of getting them is not to watch yeah. them, but nope. to just display them. Yes, <laughs> I I I, and that's what when I saw that tweet. I was going through and I just happened upon it. I don't think we were tagged in it. And I was just like, oh, cool. I'm like, oh, did he? And I start going through the comments because I'm like, did he get a laser player? I'm like, that'd be so cool. <laughs> and it's even cooler that he didn't. And he said, just to be clear, he said in a later comment, he goes, I just want to decorate with them. And I was like, oh my God, I have a stack literally this high of laser discs sitting right outside this room that I want. They're all like, T2, I already have on my shelf. Die Hard's already on my shelf. Um, but I want to frame them. I want to decorate with them. Um, Nelson, one of our listeners, has been on the show a couple of times. He actually has some framed laser discs that he's had done. Um, and it they take them out of the sleeve. They they use oh, it's fantastic. It looks great. But what I thought was really cool about this is this is the first time that I've seen where somebody that's never experienced laser disc is just going by going and buying an old medium to decorate with. And I think, and, and what's weird to me is this is like my, my goal medium. That's how far back my home theater started. John and I were like, I can't wait to get the best someday laser disc. And now that is so far in the rear view mirror, people that have never experienced it are using it as a decorator. 
decoration. <laughs> John and I, that was like, like if you don't have a 4K anything yet, I'm hanging eight track tapes on my right. wall. Right, <laughs> it's like, I feel like, but you know what? But nobody. But to be fair, I don't think anybody ever said I want to grow up and get an eight track player. Right, right. Right. So like John and I have been doing this since before, like before we could get to laser discs, like kaleidoscape. If you don't have a kaleidoscape, you like somebody 50 years from now, hanging up a kaleidoscape image or so. I don't know, but like, <laughs> that's what laser disc was like back in the eighties into the nineties. And when we finally yeah, yeah, achieved like that 70, 80 bucks a pop, they were not cheap <laughs> early on in the eighties. Yeah. 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 And then it came down to. The they low, low price of 40, 40 50 bucks. Yeah, 40 to $50 each. Yeah. Although, to be fair, VHS discs were $40 a piece at the time. Well, yeah. Well, VHS <laughs> yeah. were like, yeah, if you didn't return Unless one, you lost it was one 80 from, bucks. from the video store, and then it was $130. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's it it's just so cool that it's like, you know, and, I, and it, it just brought me back to, like, my history of this and just, yeah. and that, and I, I, and I'm not being demeaning and it was like, he's using it as decoration because I'm doing the same thing. And it's, I think it's awesome. It's, and they are beautiful to look at, especially if you see, if you mm -hmm. go on Nelson's, uh, any of his images, he's has the, like, like I said, it's framed professionally and they, they look awesome. Awesome. So great job. Uh, all right. Uh, the last one. From Garinder, yeah, this John. is one I I copied and pasted in earlier, guys, just so you know oh, you where did? this has come from. Oh, yeah, because okay. Garinda sent this earlier today. Um, yeah. Now it it might be though a little bit spoilery, so I don't know, John, whether if you want to read it, whether you want to kind of pick and choose your way through it. It's about smile. I think I put yeah. it in maybe just to torture you a little bit. You did. It is, um, <laughs> it is a bit spoilery, but you don't have I mean, to. Don't out, have yeah. to worry about me. I'm not going to see it's it. Been out for a little while. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is uh, from Garinder. <laughs> Hello. Me. Looks like both of you watched Smile. One enjoyed it, and the other not so much, if I recall correctly. I watched it over the holidays as well with my cousin. Was it just me, or did the monster look like Marilyn Manson? Um, I don't remember enough to comment on that. <laughs> blocked it out. Yeah, I've blo blocked I've, it out. Yeah, I've blocked it out. Uh, when, Googling if, when Googling if others thought that, I found out about the allegations against him. Anyhow, my husband and I, my husband, my cousin. Hey, and I got to, I got to put the show on hold for a second. Okay. Is that my son-in-law out there? Is that my new son-in-law out there? Greg, the awesome ninja. I'm calling him out. That's my new son-in-law. Uh, in, uh, in the, uh, <laughs> he's in the chat. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and I know what he's going to write next. Is that my new papa? Is that my new papa? He wanted to say that last week, but he didn't wasn't sure if he should. So now I'm just calling him out. And if him and my daughter are watching, they're probably both cracking up right now. Sorry, John. Go ahead. It's all right, because I was just say this last paragraph is the spoilery part. So let's just leave that. Mm. Let's just leave that out. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then oh, yeah, yeah. one Gorinder. Um, yeah. Because I had my thoughts on that too. Because I was thinking the same thing. Why didn't she just do this? <laughs> and the whole movie would have been over. <laughs> that's why I, directed I, by. <laughs> that's why I can't watch I think, horror movies. Be, yeah. Most of them are like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I think to be fair, they do me. address it. There's a line of dialogue that does address what would happen if she did that. Yeah, and I think I, the suggestion yeah, is did. kind of what he says, which right. is that that if this character did X, actually, what would happen is it would just jump and it would it would find a way around it. I think right. that's suggested because one of the characters did do that. I think, or one of the they hear about someone that did it. 
But yeah, I mean, it was just a just he, he Gorinda sent that earlier today, and I just thought, uh, you know, I'll torture John with smile a little bit further, with a little bit, a little um, bit more smile, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit more PTSD. The problem is, it's been so long now, I don't even really remember it <laughs> anymore. I'm, I'm thinking it's another Northman, John. So. It's another Northman. Give it Maybe. another go. I'll buy the Maybe disc not. and see how <laughs> so it goes. Does that mean I got to give it a go? No. I no, don't, don't, dude. You're not going to like it. <laughs> Steve's like, but, but no, if, don't, don't. if you, if you, yeah, we're going to come on to a film in a minute or two films in a minute that you go, as long as both of you live, you're never <laughs> going to watch them. these films. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. See, that almost anyway. makes me want to watch it. Just exactly you said that. Oh, we'll talk it has about the opposite, it. It has the <laughs> yeah. opposite effect. <laughs> Wait till I tell you about them. Okay. All right. Before we do that, let's get to uh, what's coming in 4K. And before that, thank you to everybody with all the comments, everything. Keep them coming. Um, we're going to start. We're starting to filter them out a little bit, um, but we love getting them. I actually go through. I don't know if you guys do, but I go on YouTube and I read all the comments afterwards because sometimes I, I can't keep up with them. But I love the interaction. And um, yeah, you, you had a tough day, but you know, or you're busy at work or you're doing whatever you're doing, myself included. It's like any th- time I get emails, comments from you guys, it's, I mean, it's awesome. Awesome. So uh, we're reading as many as we can. So, you know, but it's growing. So we're going to have to start filtering, boys. Yeah. Cause we're, you know, two and a half hours into this show. It's oh, an hour and a half. Comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Uh, let's see. What do we got coming up? Coming soon. All right, uh, January seventeenth, coming in four K. We have Double Jeopardy in four K from nineteen ninety nine. Uh, we also have Cloverfield in four K, but that's got to be a new one, right? That's already out in four K. I thought that was already. Yeah, out. it's a steel book. I think yep. it's a steel book. Same with uh, Wrath of Man from twenty twenty one. I think is that already out? Guy Ritchie. It's uh, a Guy Ritchie. Film I like with, that um, movie. Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Oh, but wow. I, I thought that was already out in 4K, though, no? let me yeah. In Germany, it is. It's out in Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, no, this looks it. just it, it Shout Factory film. putting it out. Yep. Okay. Mm, that's nice. a, Yeah, that's a good one. Um, mm. And then I, the last one is They Live, which is already out on 4K. I've done a podcast on it, but that's mm. getting a steelbook as well. So just for those that might be watching this side of the pond, on Monday, we've got Black Adam, finally. And we've also got Halloween ends on Monday as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, those are ones that I'll be picking up, um, even though, uh, you know, Halloween ends was not particularly great. But I've got to get it. So uh, I'm looking forward to trying that again. <laughs> I actually said when we saw that maybe the disc would be pretty good. So I'll, I'm interested mm. to hear what you think of that. Um, mm. But, yeah, 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 that'll be good. So I'm looking forward to Double Jeopardy. I might grab that, especially if yeah, that pops up on. Film. Yeah, if that pops that up the, on the this, Kaleidoscape. Is that Ashley I'll drive. Judd? Ashley yeah. Judd, yeah. Ash, Ashley Judd, yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Check out my memory. Right, fine. I know. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it's quite one of those 90s kind of mid, mid-tier thrillers kind of. Yeah, they were, Tommy Lee Jones. That, the sort of movie yeah. that would absolutely debut on Netflix these days, but are actually, right. you know, decent, yeah. solid <laughs> movies, you know, that, that you just wouldn't go to a cinema to see. You, you, you'd absolutely watch them at home now. Yeah, but thanks to our systems, we can experience them like you would in a theater. So, I mean, exactly. that's that's yeah, the yeah. best part about all this. I don't I don't really feel like I'm missing a lot. It's like I, I mean, you think about all the movies we talk about, especially the catalog titles. Now that I've got the vernacular down, um, <laughs> but catalog, like like Tombstone, 
how many times have we seen Tombstone? But right. I probably only saw it in the theater maybe once, twice. Right. But mo- all right. of my memories now are watching it. You know, I'll be a Huckleberry. You know, I can't wait to see that oh, in 4K. So good. So good. Yeah, That's why I got one for each of you. <laughs> see oh. that 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 yeah, that I'm your Huckleberry is a great one. Also, the other oh. one, the other line is that you tell him that hell's coming. Is it hell's coming and somebody's yeah. coming with him? Or, oh, no, yeah, hell's tell coming him with I'm him. coming and hell's coming, coming with hell's me. coming. And hell's with coming me. with me. Yeah, Kurt Russell. <laughs> my I, favorite. By the way, I. <laughs> I'd say my favorite line is smells smells like somebody died. (laughs) (laughs) That's just awesome. I um I I had the chance to potentially have lunch with with, uh, Kate Hudson um, a few weeks back, um, who of course is Curtin Russell's Goldie Horn's daughter. Yeah. She was in Glass Onion and one of the producers that follows me on Twitter had said, Oh, do you fancy going out for lunch with and and it, it didn't happen. Um, oh. I just thought all I would all I would do is embarrass myself because all I'd want to do is ask her about Kurt Welcome Russell. to my world. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> as, as good as she is, and she's been in some great movies, yeah, um, right. Skeleton Key comes to mind. Um, but And obviously almost famous. She was in that as well, I think. Yes. She? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd, I'd, honestly, I just want to be like, can you just ring your dad? Can I right. just speak to him for a <laughs> So about your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just make such a fool of myself. I just couldn't. Oh. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's how that's how I started this podcast. Dad, you're gonna make a fool of <laughs> yeah. yourself. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Kurt Russell's got guns. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, right. <laughs> <coughs> uh, Tango and anyway, cash. The thing, big trouble in little China. Oh, you big, know, I mean, yeah. you know, death proof. I mean, it, as I said, it yeah. even up to you know, bone bone tomahawk. You know, I mean, even, you know, even the more recent movies, I would embarrass myself no end. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I still, I still think he he should have been an A lister, and I don't think he ever has been. He's very close to it. When yeah. Tango and Cash was probably the height in terms of because <laughs> he was toe to toe with Stallone. That's sad. Um, but I know. I think it was. I think that was the time where he was at his but, absolute right. Peak. But, but to think but, that, but like, I don't think of he's all ever quite hit A list. Yeah. To think of all the movies that he's done, all the great Overboard. movies. Oh yeah, to, yeah. yeah. To be, well, no, where, Tombstone. Yeah. You know, Actually, I mean, that's a good movie. <laughs> it, it's it, but. To say like Tango and Cash was his, the movie itself is it, it can't compare. It, yeah, to but not yet quite. But in in terms of his notoriety though, right, that was right. his that was his peak. That was the I'm toe to toe with Sylvester Stallone. Both names right. above the title. That is I have right. arrived. And yet right. and and I don't think he ever quite hit the A list, which is such a shame because if ever there was someone who should have done, it was him. I yeah. mean, he's fantastic. So as I said, I would bore the hell out of any <laughs> his daughter <laughs> just asking about his dad. <laughs> Oh. She's been there before, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, but, me, yeah, yeah, I love your dad. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Although she is very good in Glass Onion, to be fair. She's very good at that. She is, yeah. So, mm. <laughs> anyway, sorry, chaps. <laughs> All right. Oh, no problem. No problem. All right. We ready to get to our uh, real mm. HT experiences? Sure. Mm-hmm. Steve all right, is. Steve. <laughs> Steve is. Why don't we get them all? Let's Steve go first. All right. Okay. Let's let's get Terrifier one and two out of the way. Okay, do. and I'm going to keep this quick if I can. Although I could do a podcast just on this, um, <laughs> right? So Terrifier one and two should have so put it in listener two, experiences. A, yeah, okay, that's it. Yeah, just do it right at the beginning. So this is a these are two movies that come on two discs in a set. So they're, they're, one was from 2016 and the other came out this year. Um, horror films um, about a character called Art the Clown who essentially stalks and kills. Both of these films have, and I mean this very literally, the most graphic 
violence and kills that I have ever seen committed to film. They are unbelievably violent. Um, And it, 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 to the point where it becomes, it's not even torture porn. It's not even horror porn. It's way beyond that. Um, You know, they are, I think misogynistic. Um, I, I think it, they are, they are very, very, very strange movies, but they will become important films for those that I think like horror. And I know you two don't. And this is why it says, for those that obviously haven't seen our notes, it, it says literally, as we mentioned earlier, Terrifier 1 and 2, Blu-ray Neural X, do not watch, <laughs> fellas. Because it's not, I mean, for anyone that is not a diehard horror fan, yeah. these movies need never be seen. There were, t- there were stories, they may be apocryphal, but there were stories of Terrifier 2, which had a theatrical release where people were fainting being sick, an ambulance got called to one showing where people would just, just lost their minds. So, and I can see why. Is this a genre of like horror that's kind of like hot sauce? Like it's just so bad it hurts that you're like, I can eat that. And you know what I mean? And like people like try this and like people go into these movies and like, oh, phew, I didn't pass out. Like, is, is that the yeah. idea? It's an endurance. Yeah, it's an endurance test. It, it, oh. Funny enough, one of the reviewers that I'd read said this will become a film, which will be like, have you know, could you stand it? A bit like Faces of Death was back in the day, you know, when right. people thought yeah. that was real. It was all like, oh, can you stand through? Can you sit through it? Terrify 2 is one of those, almost certainly. But it's it, they are films, as I say, they'll become important because they've pushed what has been committed to film further than ever the the writer director of both of them is a guy called damien leone who's an ex special effects guy so of course it's all and it's all practical there's very little cg if any in these it's all practically done but boy oh boy oh boy oh boy does this just i mean i i wouldn't i wouldn't even know when to begin to explain to you just kind of how you know some of the deaths and the mutilations in this it is it is absolutely unbelievable but so, as I said, if you are a horror film fan, these will become important movies, and perhaps you might like to see them. Home theatre-wise, they are. It's very stylized, so they have been made to look like old-fashioned, drained color movies. They're shot digitally, both of them, but the, the color's been drained from them. The the the. It's very front-centered. There's not a lot of surround activity. At least, not. I didn't find that there was. Um, so yeah, for hardcore and I mean a very hardcore horror fans only, otherwise everybody else steer clear because you're just going to be, be appalled. Um, you know, it's the kind of film you'd turn off. You know, I, I think there would be a lot of people that would be, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not going there. Yeah. Um, so oh. yeah. And, and for you two, that's not part of your homework. Nope. I'm not going to do that to you. Thanks, Although, again, <laughs> I'm slightly uh, intrigued. John, I am John, not. Just, just, don't say I didn't I'm, warn yeah. you, mate. I am not. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not slightly intrigued. <laughs> I just want to test my stomach, you know, and see if I can do it. I have a pretty it's, solid I mean, could, stomach, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd be fascinated to hear your views, John, but I, but don't buy them. Whatever you do, don't buy them, because you'll never see them again. <laughs> that's oh. for sure. Anyway, that's the first All right. Thank you for that. All right. Coming in and hot. All right, I John. went through it so you didn't have to. There you uh, go. Thank you. Uh why don't we why don't you um lighten the room a little bit more here and and talk about we were soldiers then, Steve. We'll go cuz you have oh, yeah. plenty. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. So we were soldiers the Mel Gibson um film which which its full title is We Were Soldiers Once But Young. Um based on well at least it was and they've changed the title. 
that's what it was on release, but they've changed the title because mm. um, it's easier just to say We Were Soldiers. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's based on the book. The book is called We Were Soldiers Once But Young. So true story about the Da Nang Valley in Vietnam. And it, it, this was a random rewatch for me. I just pulled it off the shelf and thought, oh, do you know what? I'll give that another go. Um, you guys have seen it, I'm assuming. Yes. Both <laughs> of you have seen this. Oh no! Oh really? Did you? I'm surprised. Okay, oh, it's a true story oh, yeah. um, of of, a, really of Hal Moore. Yeah, he's a um, uh, Colonel Hal Moore. They basically dropped into the Da Nang Valley, and these sixty odd helicopter so soldiers helicoptered in, and they have to yep. essentially they they walk into an ambush and have to survive. Um, and it's it's kind of what happens, and it and it's uh, yeah quite a harrowing story. Some very difficult scenes, um, and it hews very close to the true story from all I've read afterwards, and you know on IMDb and everything else. Um, as a home theater experience, the video is very grainy. It's it was shot on film, and yeah. and I think the grain has been heightened. I suspect there's digital grain added to this because some of this is so grainy as to be you know quite distracting. But the audio on it is really nice, and this has a DTS 6.1 DTS ES mix on the Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. And I haven't encountered one of those for ages. Um, so obviously it was upmixed to Neural X and it upmixes very nice. You've got helicopters all around. You've got uh, fast moving jets coming over, loads of kind of um, atmospheric effects, gunshots and everything else. And it's it's really nice. If you haven't seen it, DJ, this is one I to, have. to get on I just pulled. I just pulled just it up. It. <laughs> I just pulled it up and I was like, oh yeah. The first one I pulled that up one. was a box cover I didn't recognize. And I'm like, no, I didn't yeah. see this. And then I pulled up the second one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. And I do remember the DTS ES yeah. 6.1. That was why you wanted to mm. get it, because at the time you were like, yeah. ooh, e ES. You're like, ooh, mm. 6.1. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. No, I do. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. It's a great mm. home theater so experience. Weird. Yeah. Especially, yeah, it is. And it holds up well. the time. It holds yeah. up well. Yeah, and it up and up mixes very nicely indeed. It's a hard watch at times, you know. There's some mm. nasty, gruesome stuff, and it really did happen. I mean, this is mm -hmm. the, the 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 really clear mutilations. You've got the 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 horrible whatever remembers with the 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 um, napalm, which mm -hmm. you know that's friendly fire, so it lands too close and takes out some of their own troops. And those stuff, that's really hard to watch. And that actually <clears> did <throat> happen, you know. That it, it, mm. and apparently one of the people at the premiere, the guy that was there, walked out. Said I can't, I can't go through that again. I, I went through it once. I can't see it again. Um, but it's a home theater experience, and aren't we lucky we didn't have to go through that? Because um, presumably, both of you guys will know people that went to Vietnam, and, and you know, yes. whereas of course, I was thinking of this the other day. It was just me, me watching movies like We Were Soldiers and Platoon, and thinking about Vietnam. But of course, no one that's related to me or anyone that I ever knew would fight in Vietnam. But you guys must both know people that. My did. dad. Um, yeah, yeah well, well. well, this is the thing. Yeah, quite so. So, yeah, I, I, so, uh, so it may be that you guys get a different experience. So, forgive me if you know I'm not, no. I, oh. I, I, I'm no. not making a comment on the true events as it were. But no. the, the, but as a, as a, as a, as a movie, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a heck of a film. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's worth a watch. No, it's don't, you don't have to apologize at all. It's like that's one of the first, one of my favorite memories is my dad taking me to, Rambo first blood part two yeah. and coming out and that would, I've talked about it on the podcast, but it was a great mm. example of, Hey, you know, life art, all those things. And people were protesting that movie because it did kind of glorify, not kind of, it did. It, mm. it entered the age of, you know, the eighties action film, but it took a, you know, Vietnam, which the first movie was so poignant to what happened. Right. Mm. And then the second one was just glorification. <laughs> 
And mm. my dad telling me on the way out of the theater, I was like, why are some people protesting? I was just a kid. I'm like, why are people protest? Why aren't you upset? He's like, some people handle things differently. Um, mm. but it, it, you know, it, it's, it's all in your perspective on things. And then there were there, mm. a lot of these movies that we see, these real life movies are just like, it's tough on people like the, you know, Boston marathon bombing. They make movies about that, that I know people as well. And it's like, but you have to put that in perspective and it's, you know, there's, you know, there, and it is, it's hard. Like when I did platoon, that was tough, not platoon. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, uh, you just talked about it. Uh, saving private Ryan, the opening right. scene. Mm. It's like going through that and you're like, just watching that. And I'm like, we're entertained by what those guys went through. And it's hard to separate mm. that at times, but it, it is, but it's, that's part of, you know, that's part of the genre part of what we're mm. doing so but, but it's interesting that you guys would, would have a different perspective on it that, that, that you know like i said i can watch it as entertainment but appreciate the reality of it right but, but it's it's interesting you guys would, would come at it from a different a completely different experience you know a lived a lived experience not directly but vicariously right and you know and if you guys want to know about what happened you can ask your dad you know that oh, just, that's something yeah. that you know my my dad because of course we my dad would, would have been too was born in 1945 you know mm. he, he never he's never been in the military never been in the army never been conscripted there, there were no wars in which he would have fought so so his his dad did in the second world war but not not him if you know what i mean mm. um so it's interesting you guys would have very different perspectives on these movies uh, yeah. which is something I think many people this side of the pond would, would just not even think about, not even realize. So, right. Yeah. All right. But, it, but it's a good, it's a good film. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say it that. is. It is. You got another <laughs> one coming up. We're going to talk about too. So same genre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's get into fantasy land, John. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Nice. I mean, we're still uh, plowing our way through Game of Thrones and that's really all we've done. I'm actually on kind of a mission to get it finished before the end of the month. Um, really? Because I've dis well, I've discovered two bad discs in my set. Oh. And I have a January 31st exchange window for my set. So uh -huh. I'm trying to get through the whole thing so I can determine how many discs I need to swap out with my replacement set when I get it in. Well, so, can't you just mm -hmm. replace the set? I could, like, but then what if I have bad discs in that set? I'm going to keep the ones I know are good. And I'm going to swap out the ones that I find that are. Defective. Oh, I see what you're doing. Right. So uh, we're we're just like at the expense of everything else. We're just plowing through Game of Thrones. So we're wow. into season five right now. So we watched half of season two, all of three, and all of four last week. Um, wow. And, yeah, I mean, I I don't know what to say that I didn't say last week already. Um, just a phenomenal experience. I mean, in season three and four seem to be peak game of thrones i think this where it really hit its stride. story wise yeah story wise mm. season five now we're getting into like the faceless men and things like that where it gets a little bit a little bit weird although i mean there's been some weird stuff all the way through but you know now we've got brandon in the tree and we've got Arya with the faceless men and it's a little getting a little hokier but um seasons three and four were uh great storytelling uh but yeah the the atmos Again, I'll caution if you have the discs, you have to remember to turn on Atmos yep. <laughs> every time you switch episodes, which is very tedious, um, but it looks fantastic. Uh, again, all of the things that you would complain about from 
streaming it on well actually back in the day we weren't even streaming it on hbo i had direct tv and i was just watching right uh, it was which actually HBO was cable better, but was actually better than streaming in some cases really because direct direct tv satellite is really had pretty good picture quality um like even now you can get 4k video through direct tv yeah um, where you know you couldn't back i then, had but. dish and i found that streaming was better than was an upgrade over, over when i HBO. made when i cut the yeah. cord yeah when i cut the cord i was like i said earlier my wife didn't like it at first yeah. and i was like this it's cheaper and better quality i'm like i would right. pay more for this and i'm actually getting it cheaper i thought streaming was the upgrade well i think it's better yeah i mean streaming now is probably better than hbo from 10 years ago yeah, you know. Oh, but yeah. I think I think Directv now has better quality than streaming. If you were to have the box and the satellite still in your house, I, I think hmm. it's better. But just from what I've heard. But anyways, um, the point is like watching these on disc. It's just oh yeah. unbelievable quality. Like I'm seeing things that I never saw the first time around, detail wise. You know, on my 65 inch TV upstairs with HBO. You yeah. know. And, oh yeah. Um, and like I said, I never heard it in Atmos. Um, mm. You know, it was just, you know, surround sound 5.1. Might not even been, yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, 5. it was 5.1, yeah. Um, you know, so, um, yeah. Are you really, enjoying, really enjoying the opening? It. Oh, I love the opening. Yes, every yeah. every episode I watch it all the way through unless I have to get up because <laughs> that's also my bathroom break, <laughs> you know. There is a pause um, button. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, I understand. It's a long enough opening that, you know, because it plays right. through the credits, uh, it plays through the end credits yeah. and the opening. So, yeah, I could actually make dinner before the next episode starts. <laughs> but um, I do watch that opening every week, every episode, and there's always something added or different to it, yeah. uh, which is really cool. Um, and, yeah, again, just detail. forgetting, I don't, I, I can't believe how much I forgot about that show rewatching it even though i've read the books and i've watched the show I, there's so many things that are happening that it's like i don't remember that at all you know yeah, I don't yeah. Remember any of that <laughs> happening um so it's really really good uh we're really enjoying it can't wait to get through it and then like i said we're gonna pop right into house of the dragon again and and go through that so um cool. probably next week this will be it as well and then we'll probably be done I'll probably do House think, of the Dragon with you. Yeah. Jen Jen okay. hasn't finished that. I streamed the whole thing. Uh and I wa actually I finished the final episodes on Kaleidoscape, so I've already seen that. But since she hasn't seasons, seen I think she's three episodes in. So we're gonna since do the season seven again. and eight are like thirteen episodes combined. I may be done with it by next show. If not, cool. we'll be pretty we'll be pretty close. Cool. because uh, like I said, I have only like two weeks to to get it finished yeah so, i will be able I to keep up with you on house of the well, dragon i probably but... would have pasted out <laughs> i would have pasted out more and not gone through yeah, it quite yeah. as fast but once that i got into well i have one of them right here i think it was season two disc three or whatever and it really started giving me problems uh yeah disc uh season two disc three um i was like well now i got to get through this thing yeah <laughs> and then and then the happens. next season season four we had a similar issue with one of those discs so Ugh. um yeah it's frustrating um especially knowing that like the chances of getting defective discs are pretty slim and yeah. get two of them in the same in the same set run is really really odd um 
but every other disc is played flawlessly, so I can't pin it on anything but the disc. Like, it, it can't be hardware issues mm. because, yeah. you know, um, I'm 21 discs or so into it by now, and only two of them have had issues, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It, 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 was, it was famous when it came out for having problems. Was um, it? I, yeah, yeah, it's well known for it. Now, I, I bought mine on the day of release, Okay. that it came out and i haven't watched a single one because the day i bought it was the day my mum passed away oh geez. so i uh, i've just got it kind of just sat there yeah. and i just right. i can't quite bring myself to go back and watch it right. i will do because i the show's really good but right. i bought it that day and it's literally just there but I'm, I'm fairly confident there'll be defective discs in there as well but you know I, i'm way past it's two years ago i'm way past well yeah well and that's it. why that's why i don't want to mm. just swap it out for another set because mm. i don't want to then mm. because my next rewatch will be five years from now or something right yeah and i won't be able to exchange discs at that point so i figured i would just keep the hopefully the two discs that are bad here won't also be bad in my replacement set yeah because the other issue is i'll have to sit down and rewatch those discs start to finish to make sure right they're also not defective so um i'm hoping it's not like five discs that i have to spend another 15 hours going through and rewatching um (laughs) because that's worse that'll just push me into uh colliders you know but i'll tell you what when we got to the second defective disc is when I really started pouring on the sales pitch to Lydia about the Kaleidoscape. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time she's heard that word uttered from my mouth, but now she knows all about it. Because so <laughs> I said, this won't happen with the Kaleidoscape. <laughs> Jeez. I wasn't going to go there. I was going to keep quiet. I already went there. Believe me, I you know, know me well enough. I know, I know. You, uh, because I know you're looking, because I know you can get one. I, I can know get you, one tomorrow but, if I wanted to. Exactly. You need to get, I'm but you, trying not you're to. You're trying to save money so you don't need to get, you know, budget approval. Exactly. But if she all of a sudden said, we should get that, it'd be like, DJ. Oh, it'd be, yeah, I'd have it. <laughs> yeah, I'd have it. It'd be like, <laughs> if, if she had had any kind of positive response to that. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I'd have been on the phone. <laughs> I don't know what you would have done first, ordered it or put in tweak of the week. Exactly. <laughs> like tweak of the week. <laughs> Lydia said yes. <laughs> oh you engaged yeah. i thought i was looking was for for any kind of positive reinforcement but right it was not forthcoming no that's, that's once a big one. once once she said how much is it and i told her <laughs> yeah that's it, it ended there so <sighs> all right uh steve why don't you do um escape from alcatraz sorry but we'll go to there yeah. next yeah no worries so this is the new um uh kino lorba release well, it's a new. It's not out here. I had to import it, um, so it's new to me. Um, and uh, yeah, really great film. Movies just brilliant. I I, right. I really like that film. Um, and you know, I've been to Alcatraz a couple of times, and you know, that next to Al Capone's cell, it was the, Frank Morris's cell was the one I wanted to see the most. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've always liked the film. This 4K edition is fantastic. Really, um, it's a 4K original camera negative remaster um and it it looks great bearing in mind how it was shot and when it was shot so you've got to bear that in mind i mean it was 79 it was it was shot um so the the, the image is a little softer but the the color um, the wider color gamut is gorgeous on it you know it looks really nice so you've got that it's a it's a 5.1 um dts hd 
uh, mix, obviously not mixed in your Alexis, we always say, mm-hmm. um, but it, it mixes really well. And as I'm sort of watching really quiet scenes in the cells, and I know the scenes really well, you can hear fog horns in the distance way off into the distance and i'm thinking can i really yeah oh sure enough put it back listen to it again and you can hear seagulls and you can hear you know all this stuff going on in the channels you know the rear channels yeah Um, yeah. so yeah it was it really really good and and much better than i had expected it to be um so if you're a fan of the film this one is well worth picking up and it's not cheap but it's really really good and uh, and by far by you know some distance the best it's ever looked it's a really decent disc oh. um so yeah highly recommend that one it's great we're gonna have to grab that i've been looking forward to that yeah, i need to yeah. grab that as well it's good it's yeah. really good i'm really looking forward to yeah. it yeah, really like yeah it's well worth it guys well worth it that's awesome all right um we're gonna my next my next and only i'm gonna mix a couple up here and it's also gonna go right into your next one steve uh okay. so this obviously this past week uh, I haven't watched much, but I watch. I did. I'm almost done with Jack Ryan. I re- I re- wrote in here that I got this episode eight, but I was I thought I was going to get that this morning. I wasn't able to get to it. Um, but we got an email, and I put it in this section here from Jonathan, and he says, "Hey DJ, just finished watching Jack Ryan season three, and I have to disagree with John. I did not think the series looked good on Amazon Prime. I was very unimpressed by the video." When I tried watching in my Sony projectors calibrated reference mode, darker mode, the whole thing was way too dark and looked bad. When I punched punched it up to bright cinema mode, the bright scenes looked good with excellent detail, but the dark scenes were washed out and looked terrible. I am also watching Echo 3, great series on Apple TV+, and it's far superior picture. The White Lotus on HBO looked insanely good. Very disappointed by Jack Ryan, Jonathan. So it's funny this email came through because this week I started watching Kaleidoscope, not Scape, Scope right. on Netflix. And that's in 4K with Dolby Atmos. It's um, kind of a Ocean's Eleven, you know, gone in 60 seconds type yeah, sure. I, I want to get to that one, but I've been, like I said, I've just been stuck in Game of Thrones, but I saved yeah. it on my my app so I can watch it later. Yeah, and it's got, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito, is that it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's it's the in one it. that you can watch in any order. There, All the episodes are are. Uh, oh, is it? That's another a, one? All the I episodes are titled with a color. Color, and right. Yellow. You can watch. I, I, yeah. The, Right, you can watch it in any order. All I've heard is that you should watch Pink last. Otherwise, you can watch it in any order. That's so, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Because I, I didn't know that, and that's interesting. Because um, I was going to be talking about the the color. I like the show. I like. I mean, there's some stuff in it, John, that I have a feeling like I watched the first one, Yellow. And right. there's a few, you know, John moments where you're like, seriously, what is she doing there? Right? right, but maybe in a different order, I'd, I'd have that answer. I don't know. Yeah, but um, yeah, because all these people are uploading their perfect color order. order. Nice, yeah. that's cool. All that's fun. Yeah. That makes it more. We watched the show. Jen and I watched a show a while back that was like that that you could watch, it, but you had to save the last one. We for watched the it too. Up. I can't remember what it, it was, was a court, but it was some kind of court drama, murder yeah, mystery murder type of thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, Steve lives it every day. So <laughs> I was going to say, I get enough of that at the day job. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if I said it on this podcast. Did I ever tell you guys the time? I know I told John a while ago that my wife was listening to a book on tape, book on CD in her car. Yeah, you told me that. But she didn't know it was on shuffle. <laughs> she, it was, so it was chapters were jumping. And she's like, the hell? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no idea. This is the worst book. Then she realized she had the CD on shuffle, like the setting on her car was on shuffle. So didn't, didn't really. Uh, Chapter one, the butler's This is, this is like <laughs> yeah. fiction. It jumps all over the place. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> they opened up with the, the end. Uh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she was like, oh, it made so much more sense. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that's a cool feature. I didn't know that when I get back to it, but what I found was now like you, John, I'm doing, I'm most of what I'm doing in my room is Jack Ryan. And when we talked about it last week, the sound in it, I will stand by is really good. Mm. The Atmos is, is really good, especially for a stream. Okay. Always with that caveat. Um, but the picture, what I was noticing is as the time went on, as I got further into the season, I was like, man, I started, I literally, and this was before I got Jonathan's email. I was like, maybe my bulb's getting old, you know, cause the detail just wasn't popping. And then I went and I, I popped on that kaleidoscope and I was like, oh, wow. Now my bulb's working now. It looked really good. But what was interesting about comparing these two is that there are scenes in kaleidoscope where, so the, the show's about their it's a heist show and you have the high tech people that are going to prevent the heist and you have these, they seem to be low tech. And that's why I use gone in 60 seconds, you know, in the, all the scenes in gone in 60 seconds when they're meeting in the garage and there's a lot of that at, they're literally in a garage and the atmosphere in that garage is kind of murky, right? So there's less detail and stuff. So you have that you have that wash over the screen that gives you that like almost atmospheric depth in the room. But then you go to the high tech place and it's like just sharp and cold. The black level is just sharp. Everything is just pointing. There's bright lights against dark backgrounds. And the setting between the two, I think, is just a fantastic example of what HDR can do for a story, right? Go to Jack Ryan. The whole thing is murky. And it's, yeah. there's no separation. There's no, it's just, it's just the story. And then it's just the way it is. And it, it lends you to believe that like, so the Batman can be, would be almost considered murky unless you delve into the detail that you're actually getting, but it's not that sharp black levels against a bright color or bright light or something, right? Ba the Batman, but there's so much detail that you're like, it's an artistic choice. In Jack Ryan, I felt like as you go through, there's some dark scenes where you're just like, I didn't even know who, like, there was a scene later on where a character shoots another character, and I'm like, I don't know what character just got shot. I have no, did he get the right guy? Is that an accident? What is going on here? Um, and it is. It does get very murky, and it kind of, I don't want to say takes you out of it because I'm loving the story, but it does make you start to look at it and go, is this, I'm thinking it's gotta be a streaming thing. And this is, Am this is where Amazon gets their mm. reputation. Like maybe the, if the compression just didn't the, whatever they did to it, it's just not coming across. Um, no, like I agree with, like, I agree that the white Lotus looked fantastic. Cause white Lotus season two was phenomenal and such a good show. We, I actually never talked about it here, uh, but we really liked that. 
and Echo 3. I mean, it's Apple yeah. TV. Now, although I do have to say, I've checked out of that show. Like, I've oh, got really? two episodes left and I'm done. I feel like this is a show that they've dragged on way too long and should have been done around six episodes but anyway uh looks fantastic but i I don't know like i didn't find that with jack ryan now maybe i just didn't watch closely enough um but i didn't find that i had any problems watching it um but you know again maybe i just wasn't digging deep enough into it but uh, yeah i do agree with those other two shows they looked yeah, I mean, it helps that White Lotus was in Sicily, and I was just in love with all of the the scenery, anyways. Yeah, but but it looked great. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't have the same issue, uh, and I know Steve's watched a couple, so I'm sure mm. um, the other. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I have to admit, I I haven't found. Obviously, I've only up to episode three, mm-hmm. but I haven't found any massive picture issues. Nothing that's that's particularly drawn my attention. It's looked okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the other that's two just... were particularly spectacular. I think right. they, they just it 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 it's a spy for, spy series. It's a you know it's I don't think it's supposed to be eye candy necessarily. Um, I think well, I watched the other decent. two in physical, mm. uh, or I watched them on, yeah. on Kaleidoscape, but the physical disc version of them, right? And mm. they are sharp, and they do look good. Mm. And and I was taking into account that this was streaming, and like mm. you, in the first few episodes, I'd say the first three or four, I was like, I didn't really have that thought, but as it kind of went on, and I wasn't watching anything else, and that's what I thought was great about Jonathan's email, is that that's what we do, right? It's like, it's when you jump back and forth, maybe you don't notice, or you just take it for granted and be like, okay, that's just what it is. But I was starting to think, like I said, my bulb was going because I'm just like, mm. and I, I thought my theater was better than this. I thought my picture was better than this. And then when you go to something else and it actually pulls out what your theater is capable of, you're like, ah, okay. And now I start <laughs> to look at it differently. And I think those scenes that even Jonathan was referring to, they're later on in the series. And it does, oh, okay. I think you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, mm. I, I think you would too, John. If now that yeah, it's probably. Been I mean, I'm not going to yeah. go back and watch it again. It, you're right; um, it's not phenomenal, anyways. But, but it, um, yeah, I did. Yeah, um, I, I, did I like, didn't notice it. I did like the bits in episode three when when he's in the the garage and you can hear the mopeds zipping around the little the yep. little scooters zipping around. That was quite fun. I was enjoying that. You yeah, know, you could hear them in the distance and sort of talking about pans. You know, they were oh yeah across the screen, the back round the back of the screen. I was quite enjoying that. Although that's taking me out of the of the drama, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. But it was quite fun oh. to hear them just moving around in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, Kaleidoscope. I would say check that out. Um. It's good home theater experience. Good sound. Uh, I'd say the sound was better on Jack Ryan, at least from what I've experienced since Kaleidoscope so far. Um, this is more of a, you know, it's a heist drama, so it's not as much action that I've seen so far, but it is good sound, good dialogue. But the picture I've thought was really good. I mean, it's Netflix, so they do, they typically, I would say they're second to Apple TV, but they they do a really good job and, um, and it's entertaining. I like all the people, all the characters in it, all the people are playing good roles and stuff. So, um, lot of fun all right uh i think all we're left with is i say it's all steve all the time steve all the time (laughs) but to be fair it's quarter to midnight here so it's not about to wrap through these it's all up to you (laughs) yep we've done jack ryan we've done that so now we're on to your next oh this is a good okay so the next one then um which was a little bit of a surprise um 48 hours on 4k disc now you guys have had it a while i think It, it came out here a few weeks ago 
um, and I bought it on release and not really expecting much from it because it's quite an ugly movie. And I mean that respectfully to Walter Hill. It's never been a, uh, it's always been, you talk about murky. I, I you know, it's always been quite a, 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 a down and dirty film, mm-hmm. absolutely deliberately all day yes. long. That's, that's not a, you know, that's how it was designed to be looked uh, to look, I think. And yet the disc, so the movie's still great. You know, I, I just watched it over the weekend. It's still a brilliant film. You don't need me to tell you that. It's a great film. Um, and it, but the disc is actually really decent. You know, you get the the image quality when you first when you first put it on. You've got the the, the credits are, are look a little bit worryingly grainy. You've got this kind of weird thing where the grain looks like it's fixed in place, and I suspect that's just the optics of the the, the credits over the you know over the image. Um, but once that goes, suddenly you're you're left with actually a really decent detailed image it's got some really nice stuff to it it it's it's smooth it's film like the grain is perfectly managed um and the audio which is in um it's dts uh, dolby true hd so of course this is up next to dolby surround or at least that's what i do with mine and it it's it's all right you know there is some punch to the gunshots you've got some some nice envelopment it's actually not bad at all and i thought this was going to be one of those probably wouldn't see much difference between the blu-ray um and actually the, it is well worth picking up this is better than you might think it would be um so actually worth investing in it and and it'll be quite cheap over there i would imagine now and it'll be cheaper here soon um so if you see it for a decent yeah. price pick it up pick it up that's that's what i would say yeah. i haven't bothered with the sequel i less said about Another? that the better i think yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i don't quite no, the know original what they were playing is... out there that's yeah. one that I think, like you said, it's supposed to be murky. It's supposed to be, I think the 4k yep. on that, it, that should be a lot of fun. That should, especially for it's, an older it's, it's movie good. like that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, certainly. And again, I'm always a little wary of one eight five ratio, older movies that are down and dirty and quite low budget. Cause I'm always thinking, well, you're going to, it's going to fill the screen. You're going to see any, any imperfections and any issues on it. Um, and, and, and I think the film stock used back then for certain movies would, would really bring this up. Um, but actually, yeah, it's good. It's, it's well cool. worth picking up. And again, if you can find it, great cheap, movie too. You know, get Love it. Him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, oh. It, it, it's such a good film. Oh, you know, the, the, the two of them, I mean, it's the, the original buddy cop film, isn't it really? Yeah. Um, as we know them, yeah. um, and you know, a true star, a star making vehicle for, uh, quite literally for, uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Very cool. Um, all right. So that's that one. And so, in a completely, right. you're going to, you're going to be like flipping <laughs> genres here left yeah. and right when your next <laughs> one. Kind of week. And I'm actually looking yeah. forward to this one because this is available uh, oh, on yeah. Kaleidoscape as well. Yeah, but I as a premium actually, purchase, uh, I don't think I would do the premium purchase, yeah. but I, I actually kind of yeah. want to see this as well. So. Yeah. It, so this is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. <laughs> okay. So years <laughs> after the last Puss in Boots film. Now, I've got to say, guys, it was fantastic. Yeah. really okay and i oh awesome yes i'm gonna wait for it to come down yeah, in price. Yeah, yeah. i'm not paying 40 bucks for this <laughs> right. well no perhaps not no. um i loved this film this film is fantastic now i'd read some surprisingly good reviews of it and i know oh, okay. someone who i checked out of shrek after shrek 2 i thought shrek 3 and 4 were, were pretty poor and i i never saw the last one <clears throat> and um and puss in boots the first one was really good i think there might have been a sequel or a tv show yeah. or something and I've, i i didn't see that um but i you know i enjoyed it when he turned up in in shrek 2 and, and i liked the, the spin-off um but I sort of left it behind. I figured it was all gone. I mean, you know, Antonio Banderas has moved on. He's an older guy now. He's not, you know, not really doing this stuff now. So this comes along 
written written by a new creative team. So they're not the same people at DreamWorks that have done the others. And the animation has been upgraded so that it now looks like Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. So so the animation is beautiful. For, oh. and, and when it goes into certain, I mean, this is one of the cool things about it. When it goes into certain action scenes, it starts to frame skip like like in Into the Spider-Verse did. Yeah. You know, oh, where really? you suddenly get that sort of anime style kind of thing to it. And it really works well. Um, so you've got brilliant animation. You gotta nice stop talking because again, I'm about I'm not, to buy it. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'm not reviewing. I'm not going to review the the cinematic experience because it was a screener, so you know it's not like that. But oh, it still okay. looks great. Um, but it's it's it looks <sighs> cl- it, yeah, really really nice. And I imagine this is going to sound incredible. And funny enough, when it finished, the first thing I said to the person I saw it with was, "I cannot wait to get that into the cinema room and see that in 4K because oh. this will be beautiful." Um, now it's and, and the story is really good. It's really well written. Lots of Spanish, That's which cool. is nice for me because I like that. And it's got it's got some well, villains in it. Yeah. Well, you'll be okay. You guys will be alright. You did Spanish at school. You'll be fine. Oh yeah. And it's got yeah. So you've got but you've got a villain in it, and I'm not going to give you any spoilers. So I want you to just see it. Who I think goes right up to the very line of what's acceptable in a kids film, because right. the, the villain in this is genuinely scary. And and I can imagine some kids being quite freaked out by it. And I'll, I'll say that to anyone listening that's going to watch it with young children in in their theatre rooms or take them to the cinema to see it. Because, yeah, the villain in this is genuinely creepy and actually quite, you know, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but genuinely, you know, right up to that line of what would be probably too scary for kids. Um, but it's really, really good. Cool. And, and as, as mildly embarrassing as it is for a 48-year-old man to say um, about a film called Puss in Boots, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's really worth seeing. And, and I think you guys will have an absolute blast with it. Yeah. And, cool. if you, and you're on your animation journey, aren't you, Deej? Yes, so I you, am. You will, yes. you will you'll be really glad that you saw that. I think, but don't spend forty bucks on it because that's quite a lot. Um, but it did. is very, very good. I, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I'm talking. My hands are up here. I haven't <laughs> typed it all on it. Oh. I see his face. It's like I bet you he already did. I, yeah. Oh my god, you, my head's rationalizing the bejesus out of this. Like you'll be very you know, pleased when worse. you do see it. It's in theaters. It would cost us forty <laughs> just to get in. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's it is really good. Stop. I've seen some very very cool things on it. So yeah. So perhaps perhaps buy it. Um, <laughs> All right, so I am that so close. Get get to the next one because I love this movie too. <laughs> I haven't seen this in 4K. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is now. Uh, so this is Platoon. This is the shout release of Platoon, which came with, funnily enough, with with Escape from Alcatraz and another couple I've yet to watch. Um, so this is the Shout Factory re-release. Now this has been controversial. This one because this has had some um, ire directed at it, like T2 had. Oh, so it's okay. You talk about T two in the controversy yep. earlier because yep. this is a film where lots of people are saying there's too much DNR. DNR, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm 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 one of those people that still quite likes T two in 4K, and I'd rather have at least have it in 4K. Yeah. And I I remember tweeting out video of it actually, which I've never done before. Um, I I don't have a massive problem with T two. I, I mean, like sacrilege, I know. Oh, I can hear the shouting from here from from various keyboard warriors but i don't hate t2 and and platoon i've I've not quite finished it actually i started watching it night before last 
Um, but I think it still looks really nice. And the main thing that I take from it as a plus is the HDR, because the HDR on this is really nice. There are shots as they're walking through the, the jungle and there are jungle clearings. So mm. you've got the sunlight coming through the, 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 the trees. And there's a couple of shots of the sun coming up and coming down. And they look really nice. And, and you can, you can again, I know I say before, you know, you can feel the, the warmth of the sun. You yeah. Know, it, brings it, it brings depth to the image that I haven't seen before. Yeah, and that the, atmospheric the foliage. Depth. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the foliage and the, 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 the greens and all that stuff are brought to life far better in this than I've ever seen it before. Because, again, I think Platoon's quite an ugly movie. In, yeah. it, in its own way it was again it was oliver stone wasn't it of course he wrote it directed. Yeah. he was there he was in vietnam he you know he knew what it looked like and how it how it would look and and i think they captured that quite well but this does give it a a, a punch that it didn't have before so this is the way to see it it's only in dts hd it's not not been given a new sound mix which shout factory do quite a bit don't they um but it up mixes nicely to neural x there are some helicopters moving around there's quite a nice scene towards the beginning where the, you've got characters on a on a um a cliff overlooking the 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 um the the camp and there's a helicopter that comes from right from the back and it goes right over the top of the room and I nearly ducked as it came over because this thing kind of comes out of nowhere oh. and you genuinely feel this thing go right over the top so that that was quite nice for a film that's awesome. that old and you know it, yeah. it was, it's quite cool so that's awesome yeah, it, 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 I, it's worth getting again i would say perhaps wait for it to be a bit cheaper because shout factory do some quite good deals yeah, um, yeah and i got it for a quite a good price so but i i would yeah i would still pick it up and and if you like the film and sounds like you guys yeah, do yeah. Oh, then, then it's yeah. that it's 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 worth picking up this is best the way picture, to see right? it that got best picture uh, didn't it? 86 was it best picture I think in 86? It was 86 i think it did uh, I'm trying to think what well, it would have been 87, wouldn't it? Cause it would have been the February Maybe, after. Yeah. So I remember. Yeah. I remember yeah. seeing it in the theater. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Barringer, yeah. It's Charlie great. And, and the other thing is the music, the music is, it sounds great. I mean, obviously yeah, you've yeah. got the, the, the orchestral theme, which is beautiful. Yeah. But the Smokey Robinson stuff and all that nicely envelops the room. And as they're, you oh. know, that's all still really, really good, but there, you know, there is some softness to it. It's a nice book. There, and there the is some too. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's been that kind of week, as I say. You know, it just depends Apparently. on how the week strikes you. Yeah, but um, there, it wasn't a double a double feature. I'm making that clear. Uh, but, yeah, it, but it was it's great, and it, and as I say, the orchestral score comes through. You will see issues with it. You know, you, you're going to see that there is some softness. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, but it's not you razor know, sharp. You're not going to look at the flesh tones and well, you know, it's sorry, from eighty six. Yeah, yeah. Well, quite, yeah. And, 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 of course, at that time with film stock, look at Aliens. Again, we talk mm. about the 4K voice and that. They are soft movies. You know, they're not razor sharp, and they were never shot that way. Um, but it still looks good, and this is the way to see it. If you're going to see it, and if you like the movie, and, again, if you can get it for a good price, then, you know, pick this up. But be aware that there, there has been some criticism of this yeah. image, um, and it's quite loud criticism from certain parts. Can't please um, everybody, but Steve. I, I still like it. Yeah, well, yeah, quite, but I we can agree. try. <laughs> we do yeah, our best. We try. Yeah. You don't like it? Alrighty, so don't that's watch. that one. That's okay. Yeah, that's it. All, All right. right. So my last one. Last one. Okay. <sighs> Deep breath. Okay. Now, I've got to be careful here. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Spoilers. So this is a film called Wolf Manor, which came out in the UK yesterday. I have no idea if it's out over there. Um, oh, and a film that I hadn't heard of until Sunday just gone. Um which is, uh, it's a film that's been directed by a first-time director. 
And it's a guy called Dominic, and I'll be careful how I say this, Dominic Brunt. Okay, just carefully how I'm saying the words. I'm not going to – it rhymes with something else, so I'll be very careful. <laughs> All right. So Dominic Brunt, don't make me say it, Deej. Um, we'll get kicked off YouTube. Right. Um, so he is a first-time director – all right. And he, sorry, we have issues here with a politician with the surname of Hunt. Oh, you've got to be so careful about how they say his name. Anyway, so he, so his first Dominic name Brunt, isn't Michael, isn't, is it? No, well, quite. Yeah. Porky's. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure if it's in the parking lot. It's, <laughs> so, it, it's, uh, it, it, um, yeah. So he's a first time director, but he's a famous kind of actor over here. He, he's in a soap that is, that is, that is on here and he plays a, bit of a silly character in that. Um, and he has directed this film, and it's a horror film with werewolves in it. And he tweeted right out over alley. the weekend, oh, you know, my first film's out tomorrow, you know, give it a go. And I watched the trailer. The trailer looks quite good. Yeah, as I said, it's called Wolf Manor. And the trailer looks quite good. It, it's quite American werewolf in London-ish. I'm thinking, oh, okay, you know, fine. But I'm not going to buy it because it was only on DVD, and I do not buy DVDs. So I thought, well, I'll rent it on iTunes for four pounds 49 so 450 right. you know it's about the same in dollars um and it's in hd at least so I thought, okay that's how i'll watch it so i watched it last night um yeah and the reason i've <laughs> got to be careful what i say about it is because having tweeted out last night that i was going to see it the production company not only liked the tweet but they retweeted it oh no so I've got. To, yeah, oh so, no i don't know if they can listen to this or not now, I watched it. Now, let's just say, uh, yeah, it, it's got some nice homages to American Werewolf in London. There are some nice little jokes and in-jokes and stuff about that. There are some homages to Wolfman, and all that stuff's really good. And I don't think there's anything else I can say about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that. wow. But, you know, That's too bad. And that from, yeah, from it is. you, that could, I mean, jeez. You love well horror movies. You well, love yeah, and, wo wolf, and werewolf stuff. But then I didn't like werewolf by night. So right. you know, I I didn't no, mind that. Thing. I, I know. Well, you guys were talking about it, weren't you? You were talking about it last week and um, and saying how much you guys enjoyed it. Um, but I need to. I, yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'm a bit too critical when it comes to <laughs> werewolf stuff. Know. Is that uh, an no. English word? <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to like, bright side this. It, it sounded like Steve on a record backwards. <laughs> 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 exactly. So oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's too perhaps bad. Perhaps not one to 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 try. You know, and again, I, you two don't. Whatever you do, <laughs> I looked it up on Blu-ray.com, and it there was nothing. I looked on iTunes under that segment, digital Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, 4K. Yeah. Hey guys, I uh, need to step out for one minute. I'll be right back. Okay. We'll finish okay, up. Yeah, no problem. Um, let me mm. put it on the movies. Uh, I saw your tweet about yeah, it. Wolf uh, Manor. Yeah. Yeah. Wolf. Yeah. It may not have come out there yet. Um, I mean, it's frankly, yeah. it may not come out there at all. Yeah. It doesn't come, <laughs> it doesn't pop up. No, at it's all. very, very British. And, and as I said, unfortunately. <laughs> That's okay. You know, I, it, you know, but I don't, what, what I didn't want to do is, you know what I'm like, when I've seen a film, I tend to put up a tweet saying, oh, I've just seen, you know, this, that, and the other. But I didn't, I, because he, you know, he had tweeted out about this. <clears throat> and he's only got about 10,000 followers, which isn't a lot for an right. actor of his stature. And if I, and I thought if I put out something lambasting this film, he may see it. Yeah. And that's not cool. And I didn't, I didn't yeah. you know. You're not going to see this. Director. <laughs> No, well, quite, yeah. I, I, well, he, and he might do, but if he just stayed this long, then it's his own fault. <laughs> um, 
But it, but and I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not you know, I'm not being mean about it. Yeah. As much as I might sense it, but I, I'm I'm not going to be. And, and as I said, I thought it was not cool to go onto Twitter and then lambast it, and then the production yeah. company having retweeted that I saw it, then you know saying, well, uh, now what do we do? So yeah, it's not not one for me. That's what I would yeah. say. Um, but you know, it, it for four pounds fifty, I suppose at least I didn't spend twenty five pounds on a four K disc. Not that it's out in four K over here. Right. It's not even out on Blu ray. It's literally just out on DVD it was streaming. Yeah. Um, so oh. yeah, that and that's the way to see it if you're going to see it. That's so, a uh, yeah. That's my lot. Nice, good, good section of. I mean, you had a good mix there. You had good movies, bad movies, <laughs> horror movies, bad movies. Oh, I said bad movies three times now. Horror, bad, no, horror movies. <laughs> yeah, horror movies. Just, just um, horror films. <laughs> no. But, uh, but speaking of, of that, that, that somebody had made the comment on YouTube last week during the live stream, which was our, like I said, our first ever accidental live stream. Accidental. Um, and now we're doing it again on purpose. Now we're doing it on purpose. <laughs> but if you're watching this and there are no timestamps, I will add the timestamps. Oh, yeah. But somebody had commented like, it's a three hour show. And you're like, I need timestamps. And I'm like, I understand. And I, I need to get those timestamps for you. And I will, but when it's live, I don't know when these things are going to drop. So I can't give timestamps. Yeah. So as soon as I produce the show, which won't be tonight, it'll probably be tomorrow or some other time. But in the future, it's like when we, the, the actual produce show will come out on Friday with all the correct timestamps. As soon as I'm done producing the show, I actually add the timestamps to the live stream so that, you know, and which is funny, I have to do the little math. I think last week we did 20 something movies and I had a timestamp each yeah. movie. And then when yeah. I go, I was, we were so lucky because there's a segment at the beginning that was, that got cut off like our green room last week. It was actually, I think it was exactly 20 minutes. I was so the math, I took it off. I'm like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So all the timestamps I had just had to adjust by exactly 20 minutes. 20 minutes. So it was so easy to go through and do. <laughs> but, um, or I should say I had to add 20 minutes on it. Cause when I'm done producing it, there, there are your stamps. So, uh, just, to, I know we're at the end of the show here, but just to let everybody know, thank you. If you've been sticking around this long live, but if you're here, even with the time, there will be timestamps there. I try to get them in as soon as I can. So, um, I know it's a long show and I, I appreciate people. I love that people want to jump and bounce around to the different topics that we talk about. That's, that's great. Yeah. Listen for five minutes, listen for three hours. I appreciate it all. Um, and you, maybe you'll get a Coke, right, John? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little inside joke inside from joke. a long time ago. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, anything else, guys? That was good. No, I don't think so. No, good. I'm all cheered up. Thanks, Steve. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It, man. That's yeah. what we wanted to do. That's did, the whole thing. Did you hear that in the green room, John? <laughs> When we were talking, oh, no. I don't even know if no, that no, made no. it to the green room. That might have been even before <laughs> then. I'm just having a not a very good day, and I'm like, ah, like, but I knew sitting down with you guys would be awesome, and and here I am. Let's see, let's go through the chat here. We have uh, Andy Summers, THX Cinema and My Cats. Uh, he was asking, uh, wondering what Twister 1996 remix Dolby Atmos would be like for overhead when it arrives. Um, yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Fantastic. Cause we have it. It's where was that from? Is that Germany. from Germany? Is that Germany? German? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. That and daylight. They're both daylight. The same, yeah. Same Daylight's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. WV brew turned us on, turned me on to that, by the way. Um, uh, double a 
AA says, agree, Jack Ryan on a projector is a hit or miss. The video codec is not as good for Amazon at, for Amazon as Apple is. Uh, that well, was nice. I agree with that for sure. Hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, absolutely. Although, well, Rings of Power on Amazon, it that was a was shocker for us, good. right? Yeah. That was, it was so really good. good. And that, it, I mean, Amazon has done some good stuff. Tomorrow yes, War is, exact, is Exactly. I mean, That's you know, another one we mentioned. Yeah. Outliers that are great. Yeah. But they seem to be more consistently lesser than the other. Like Apple's consistently good. Whether you like the content, the story or not, if it's on Apple, you know the production quality is consistently top notch. Netflix, they're close, but they do so much stuff that not everything can be as good, right? Right. Um, but Amazon just seems to be, and, and HBO Max is getting up there. They used to be down, but they're doing pretty good. Some of their 4K stuff. Um, Game of Thrones, even in 4K on there, the the whole series is looking really good. I've compared it a little bit, and it, it does. It looks really good, really, and it sounds good, too. Not as good as physical, but, um, oh, Greg Bartley had one I saw a little while ago where it says, did you guys see Hans Zimmer on 60 Minutes? He says, guy is a genius. So no, check that mm. out if you can find mm. that. Uh, Love and Thunder, oh. you're making yourself sound old, DJ. I am old. So, uh. <laughs> Mission accomplished. There you go. Yeah. Just telling um, it like it is. I'm going to have to dip out fairly soon because yep. it's now All right. midnight here. That's so. it. I was just going to wrap up from there. Uh, thank you, Steve, for sticking around as always working no, no. late into the evening talking, you know, <laughs> horror. Early into the morning. Early into the That's morning. Okay. Remember just, those days, John? Yeah. Um, yeah. I should be yeah, apologizing but, to my should be apologizing to my students who I'm teaching tomorrow afternoon because if they hear <laughs> snoring, it'll be me. I right. feel bad for your students. Oh, uh, that'll be all right. <laughs> you give homework <laughs> to us. Yeah, yeah, well, quite. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, you know, hit subscribe, do all that stuff. Buy us a bo box of popcorn. You don't know what that is? Go to the website, brightsidehometheater.com. Uh, you check out all that. 50% uh, of all proceeds go to the charity of the month, which this month is the, uh, what was it? It was for the uh, Scholastic, Scholastic Sports, Sports Foundation. Mm -hmm. There you go. Did you pull it up, Steve, over there? No, no, no. I oh, remember it. got a good it's memory. I know. I, I don't. Word. It's, I've been reading about it for three days now, and I couldn't remember it. Um <laughs> So, I like yeah. the word scholastic. There oh, we go. Back to the teaching. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back next week. I got a guest for next Tuesday. So take over Tuesday. Can't wait for that. So can't wait for you guys to hear that. Great, great conversation. And then the three of us will be sitting down live on Tuesday. And it'll come out again on Friday, as always. So uh, thanks for everything. Uh, what do we got to do, John? Go push play. How do we say that, Steve? Te vas a empujar el botón jugar. <laughs> That's why we make a great team. Hey Fred. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.